Listen up. There's some good news and there's some bad news. We had to make a special announcement on top of this episode. Uh, just to let you know, here's the great news for us and hopefully for you if you wear your jeans up high. And that is that your two mothers have a pilot that has been ordered for us to do television show. Very exciting. Um, it's great. We're really happy. And, uh, you know, uh, having this show has been a big part of it. So it's great news. Um, what sucks to announce is that we have to cancel some live podcast dates coming up. So we're really bummed about it. And, um, we just wanted to make that announcement in the episode. You will hear us plug these, uh, live podcasts. And the only one that we can still do is Cobbs in San Francisco on March 15th. We are unable. We have to cancel Brooklyn, Boston, and future ones that I even know have been announced yet in Texas. But here's the thing. You'll get 100% full refund. And we're not saying that we'll never do these or we won't reschedule them. It's just that with our current schedule, with our already we have our, our stand-up dates, those are all remaining and with this production schedule kind of going into effect for us right now, we need to have the free um, the free time as much as we can. So leaving uh, additional weekends is just not helping us out. Yeah. So we apologize um, to you guys in Brooklyn and Boston. We really wanted to come. And I j- again, I just want to make it really clear. You'll get 100% refund on your tickets if you already have them. And uh, San Francisco, we're still able to come. That's a Sunday. It's an easy commute for us. Uh, so we're coming up mm-hmm. March 15th 15th to do the podcast there. And stand-up dates are still intact. They're so all intact. Sorry, guys. But, we, you know, it's to work on a TV show featuring yeah. your mothers. And it's a show about us. And, yeah. um, you know, hopefully it'll be better for everybody in yeah. the long run. Sorry, guys. Go. Sorry, Brooklyn. Sorry, Boston. Sorry, guys. We love you. We'll still come to... Your wonderful cities and um that's for sure we'll soon. make it up to you guys eventually yeah. promises let's get to some business what do you got real quick one other thing that's fantastically exciting the new fifo shirt has hit the store <laughs> when you go to your mom's house podcast.com go to shop any shirt that you click on will take you to our actual online store so even if you don't see it up there right now we're having our, our web people add it because it's a brand new shirt if you click on any other shirt it'll take you to the store that's at a Stoy merchandise and the fifo shirt is there that is new because theo um we went to the dmv we changed <laughs> his name his driver's license his driver's is license changed and yeah. it's now FIFO. Um, the shirt is straight hot fire. And there's also <laughs> the, you know what I mean, talk about, you know what I'm saying, shirt that yep. some of you, uh, I realized that wasn't at the store. Um, but we're very excited um, that they have the new merch there. And um, there'll be new clips added this week as well. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode has been a long time coming. And it's finally here. We're so excited to present it to you because the great godfather of podcasting the dictator the chairman of the board the president and ceo of podcasting and muscle and fitness joe rogan is our guest powerful we hope you like the episode again many apologies 
to Brooklyn and Boston. Uh, we will be, we will come back. We will see you guys. It's just, you know, it's one of those things that um, we feel terribly, but it's an awesome opportunity for us. Yeah. Yeah. So show business, guys. Yeah. Things change. Show business. We're still going to be your moms. Same old G's. Yep. Same shit, different toilet. I know. Yeah. But it's exciting. All right. This is such a fun episode. We had the best time with Joe Rogan. We great. talked we talked important stuff. I got I got way like I got corny and cheesy and I'm I'm a little embarrassed about how I talked to him. You're sincere. Said, I'm a dork. No, you're good. But we got way silly with Joe. Ridiculous. Yeah. And we had the best time. We talked about this like days after we recorded it because it was so much fun to record. It really was. Yeah. Hope All right. You guys like it. Enjoy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know we talk about farts a lot, right, Joe? Okay. And bowel movements. Okay. <laughs> All right, this is a long time coming. It's finally happened. It's so exciting. 16 years in the making. <laughs> Joe Rogan is here. Holla. Okay. Up? Very exciting. Let's get through our um, our business real quick. Um, Jeans, where are you? This is... Um, it's already a pass. Come see me at the DC Improv, March 5th through 8th. And then... The Jeans Machine and I are doing your mom's house live at Cobb's Comedy Club on the 15th of March in yep. Man Friend Disco. Mm-hmm. And I think that's as far as I want to go. We'll oh, go. 327, March 27th. Yeah. We're in Brooklyn and then the at 20, the Knitting Factory. And the 28th, we're at TT Beans yes. in Boston. TT Bears. Bears. Yeah. TT Beans. Beans. <laughs> this is a I coffee place. Um, so here's my schedule. If you're in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, I'm there the 27th. Um, Lafayette, that's sold out. Louisiana, the 28th. Punchline, Atlanta, Georgia, March 3rd. Jacksonville, Florida, March 4th. And West Palm Beach, March 5th. And Ventura Comedy Club, March 11th. All the tickets are at TomSegura.com. I would promote Joe Rogan's dates. But they're all sold out, every nope. single one, for four years. So don't get any tickets. <laughs> uh, no, you can try. Go to his website, JoeRogan.net, and um, good fucking luck. Try to buy a ticket. <laughs> um, yeah, so check out the sites, and go to your mom's house, podcast.com. You can see all the clips from the shows. Uh, shop through the Amazon banner, and um, that is... That's that. Yeah. Oh, and listen to that's deep, bro. Um, this week, yes. my guest is Andy Haynes, and we talk about recovery and the twelve steps. Yeah. And last week, did you have Ian? Last week, Ian Edwards. Yes. Was last week, he. We talk about quitting. Yeah. Quit a that's job, an awesome one. which is pretty cool. All right. There I've quit go. many jobs. You ever yeah. quit a job, Joe? Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Um, what's, what's the, the last worst, job you yeah, quit? What's the last one? Uh. Shit. The last job, probably limo driver. Stop it. Yeah. Was that it out probably here? The last job, job. Actual, no, that was in uh, Boston. Boston. Really? Yeah, that was the last job I had. Actual job I had. And you, do you remember quitting? Like, was it a. a yeah, well, I just stopped going. <laughs> That's the best <laughs> way to do it. I did that once. You know what, <laughs> that, I, you know what yeah. I did once, too, is I stopped going. And then, um, like, a couple of days later, I was like, I called. I was like, can I come in? They're like, you already quit. <laughs> like,. Yeah, how does and that I go? go no, no, but I now I realize that I need I need the money. 
I had a guy no. that worked at the limo office that actually checked up on me because I, they wanted you to work more than eight hours a day. The way mm. they had this thing, they they you know there was this guy that worked there and he, he was a nice guy, but he was like this older guy that was uh, he used to drive a Cadillac and he had it was he was a sad character. He had like a Boston College bumper sticker on mm-hmm. his Cadillac, and then my, one of the kids who worked there was like, "Did you go to Boston College?" He goes, "No, no, I'm just a fan." Oh. Like you're just a fan of like the football team. You like mm-hmm. root for the football. Oh, I team. thought you meant of academia. I don't know. No, <laughs> like definitely not just of that. A fan <laughs> of literature. He was a moron. But um, they would use him as an example. I, I don't remember the guy's name, but they would like you know Mike over here. You know he doesn't have to bust his ass. You know he makes sixty thousand dollars a year. You know it was this whole thing like you could be like Mike. <laughs> Mike was just a dead man. He was a dead man that just drove a car. Like he, yeah. he worked sixteen hours a day. The guy was there every day all day long. And that's what they wanted from you. They wanted you to work all day long. And I told them I had a gig. So um, something happened, like the gig got switched. And so he he called uh, the place that I was at and said, yeah, I called that place you were supposed to be at last night, and you weren't there. And I go, look, first of all, I go, I worked eight hours. He goes, that's not much for around here, and that's not much. And I go, look, I don't give a fuck about around here. I go, second of all, I switched gigs with somebody else. I was supposed to be there, and I switched it, and I wound up, wound up being in another place. Call that place. Yeah. You know, I go, yeah. and look, I, I don't, when I'm done here, I'm done. You don't get to tell me what I do on my off time. Mm. And we had this, me and this dispatch guy, he was like one of those dream killers. Yes, you know? I've had those. I had a boss tell me, I, I, I was in college, I worked at the Department of Public Safety. And, uh, and I was like, I can't wait to graduate so I can wear like cool clothes all for, you know, I'll be able to have money to buy cool clothes and wear them to my job. And he's like, you'll never have a job where you can wear cool clothes. And I made sure to thank that guy on my new album. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Yeah. I found this, the job. This guy was a big time dream killer. He People like thrive those. on dream killing. Dream killing, yeah. They'd yeah. like, especially if they're stuck <laughs> in a job and you're working for them yeah. and you're out there chasing something. It's never going to happen. Yeah. yeah. You're never going to make it. Yeah. Told you. Yeah, well, you Negative. could be like Mike with sixteen hours a day and have a Boston College bumper sticker. I didn't know what the what they the expect dream. from drivers. We have a regular driver who takes us to the airport for you know all our airport runs and back, and he owns a few vehicles and he's like always looking for new like Uber dri- guys to drive his other vehicles, and he's like, yeah, some of these guys don't want to work. And I go, wait, what do you mean? He goes, well, you know, when you start off and you're driving for Uber, if you really want to make it. You know, what I tell them is I'm like, get up at four and, you know, kind of just get out there, get your, turn your like device on and, you know, make your, so you're getting hits. And then I go, and then when are you done? He goes, well, you're just, you know, you're not really done. You know, I'm like, so just live in your car. <laughs> you're not really done. Yeah. Pretty you know? much. Yeah. And he goes, yeah. Uh, he goes, well, I, slept, I slept in this thing for like first like few months that i was i was just napping here i'm like oh my god dude you can't <laughs> ask tough. somebody that's you. so unhealthy yeah. yeah you just you're like kill your immune system for <laughs> yeah. a few dollars go ahead yeah no it's pretty it's yeah. pretty brutal horrible. people need time off you know that's that it's a huge problem with our culture Hello? i was just i was we, that's on yeah. here something to bring up with you it leisure really time yeah. piddling time is what mm-hmm. i call it time to just Chill out. Sit around and just do nothing. Mm-hmm. Because if it can't commodify what you're doing, you know, like hobbies. People used to have hobbies and shit. But now it's like, well, if I can't get to Carnegie Hall, why yeah. am I going to play the piano? Like, no, you, so you do things for fun. Like, yeah. Enjoy your time. Yeah. And that's what people miss out on life. They, or some people, 
you know, you, you don't enjoy your time. You everything is spent pursuing something. When you realize, like this life, you have a certain amount of hours in this life, mm. and you're using them all up chasing something that doesn't exist. Like success is not it's not meaningful if you don't enjoy it. Yeah. And if you're working seventeen, eighteen hours a day, and you have this giant house that you're never in, what's like, the point? It's pointless. It's pointless. That's but you so you go hard. You're a hard worker. I sleep hard too, though, dude. Yeah, I fucking I put down time is hard too. Yeah, my up time's hard. My down time's hard. So you build in in your life like yeah. a down week or a down yeah couple I take, days. Or I something? take weeks off. I just yeah. do nothing. That's the best, you know? dude. Yeah. What do you do? What's your jam? I mean, I'll like work out or something. I'll just go to the movies. I'll lay mm. around and watch hunting shows all day. <laughs> I do stupid shit. You know? But then you recharge your batteries. Yeah, yeah. But I'm a yeah. big believer in down. I like. I don't feel guilty about taking time. I off. used to. My therapist was like, "Cut that shit out," because you're not enjoying mm. it. You're not yeah. enjoying your life. And like you said, you can have everything you want, but you're not enjoying it. But what do you? You know, the the thing is like, what do you actually want? What do you yeah. really? What people really want is like friendship and love and yeah. camaraderie. And fun, and like we get, we're lucky that we get that kind of stuff from our work. Yeah, you know, like when we go do gigs, like we're we're getting friendship and fun and love from work. Well, a lot of people don't. A lot mm. of people their their work is dreary, you know, and they just can't wait for Miller time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It's awful. So true it's awful. Very true. It's but worst. even when you work hard at something, if you <sighs> even if you love it. You got to take time off, you know, yeah. with everything, yeah. with working out, with comedy, with anything you do. There's got to be down. You appreciate it more, yeah. you know. Like I took last week off stand up, and then when I went on stage uh, after a week off, I was so excited. Yeah, I was like so Looking jazzed for- up, forward to it. Like I hadn't taken time off more than like a day or two, and like since I recorded my last special, like I went hard for like five, six months to get ready for that special. I was doing Tuesday night. I was doing some Monday nights, mm-hmm. Sunday nights. I was doing at least five nights a week and multiple sets a night. Just doing the improv, then doing the store, and then doing the ice house. I was just all over the place. So taking a week off was like, ah, but yeah. I felt great. You know, went skiing, hung out with the kids. The other thing I is, if you do stand up, like I, I had to figure out that if you just go like gig, 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 gig. Then you actually do not have anything to talk about yeah. after a while. Right. You're like, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. I was in Pittsburgh last week, and now I'm here. <laughs> you guys know about airports? Like, yeah. I've been in some airports. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to have experiences, and you have to have you, you have to have things enter your mind. Yeah. yeah. You know, you have to read things. You have to watch yeah. things. You have to... It's, yeah. Things have to happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you man. do. Um, all right, we have to do our official... We haven't even started uh, yeah, the show. This is our... Oh, shit. Yeah. This is the special Jerogan episode, yeah. though. I mean, um, come on. We have our opening a clip, and then the show open, and it's all going to start right about now. Why do you get in so many fights? Why do I get in so many fights? I like it. I like it. I swear to God, I like it. You know, and I'll tell you what, you might be a big dude, but right there is where my mama got killed at. And i tell you what, <laughs> There ain't nobody bigger than me. This shit is big time! Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone loving to this. Your mama in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsin. Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. 
Yeah. Yeah. I need something explained to me. What's that? What's with the jeans? <laughs> I'm, I'm totally in the dark about all this high and tight. I keep hearing it. I yeah. see it on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I see this on the poster, the high and tight tour. What's what's going on? All right. <laughs> that was my favorite. Yeah. This, so this, you asked that. That was, that's the best. We yeah. get asked quite a bit. All right. So what happened was uh, it's, it's basically the evolution of a pet name. That then became just a word that means everything. <laughs> Basically, it's everything, man. It's everything. Like years ago, <laughs> it's so stupid. Jeans are jeans, yeah. man. Jeans are it's, it just it's, is. It's, you know how everything is everything. Yes, <laughs> everything is jeans. Okay. So, so basically, like it's like you know, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. jeans. It's just like you know what I'm saying. Um, so. so uh, we lived together. So stupid. And we would we would. Like jokingly be like, I'm leaving the house now. I go, I'm leaving. So bye, mommy. Like, like that. And <laughs> like each other, mommy. Yeah. Right so here. it was mommy. And then well, both of you are mommy. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah, we're mommies. You're mommy too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Has nothing to do with gender. Okay. Yeah. So then, mommy then became like mommy jeans and mom jeans and mommy jeans. So and then it became like a nickname, like hey jeans. Like just jeans. what's up, jeans? Just jeans. Like you might just yeah. be just jeans. Yeah. Just jeans. Because Joe uh, jeans doesn't sound like yeah. It doesn't flow. So it was like, hey, jeans. And yeah. then it became like, are you living? Like, do you live a high and tight lifestyle? Are you? <laughs> are you <laughs> or because <laughs> if if not, if you're not, if you're lame, then your yeah. jeans are low and loose. Oh, low and loose. Yes, yeah, I mean, lame oh, this best explains it, you know. I ain't never had a job before in my life until I started working for Silver. You know, in and out of jail. You know what I'm saying? Did a little bit of everything. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the last one is the best one because it's simply, you know. Now I'm. You know what I'm saying? You didn't have to say anything. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do understand what he's saying. We have a lot of you know what I'm sayings. <laughs> we're really into We've been stu- like we like the you know what I'm sayings and then lately we've been really getting into vocal fry. Vocal fry. You know what vocal fry is? No. So it's sort of a it's a <laughs> phenomenon that has really exploded especially in the last 10 years and a, a lot of the blame they're putting on like the Kardashian girls. The Kardashian girls. So it's like it's elongating like the end of oh. your word. Didn't Polly Shore start that? <laughs> oh, you're, yeah. Yes. Dude, it's oh, the weasel. Yes. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So oh. it's, it's, it's basically like when you stretch um, deep vocal cord. So, uh. it's, it's, yeah, it's like uh, that. So, like, girls do it and, you know, young teens have trouble getting fucked and they... they I don't know. It's, it's an <laughs> epidemic. <laughs> Someone fuck those poor kids. Jesus. And so they're trying. <laughs> After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Just ask our very own 
Josh Zolo, whose entire wireless production facility plan lifestyle has been completely revamped and overwhelmed by Mint Mobile's savings. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash M-O-M. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash M-O-M. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. I mean, this girl has vocal fry right here. I hate it when men try to label me. Yeah, Who is she? She's just a whore. She hates it when men try to label her. She does. She's got a lot to say. They say you're too young or you understand when you get older. You can hear, uh, you hear it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Uh, it you just means it. you're annoying. Yeah, I think says, so too. Yeah, it's indicative of yeah. annoying people. It's kind of stupid. Which the, then the blame yeah. is correct on the Kardashians. Men think like, a, yeah. <laughs> it's like you know what it is. You don't have any respect for someone's attention span. Yeah. So you yeah. feel like they should be listening to you. You're being yes. indulgent and you're just talking. It's like men are like totally into me. <laughs> so it's like I can just talk. Yeah. You know, ink whatever and stuff. You're right. You'd, you nailed it. Exactly. Yep, nailed it. They don't have appreciation for people's attention span because they don't have to because men are just hovering, ready yes. to just leap down yes. and shove it yes. in there. <laughs> yeah. Shove yeah. it in that mm-hmm. whore mouth. Yeah. That, yeah. that vocal fry I'll mouth. rearrange those fucking vocal cords for you. Yeah. <laughs> are you guys aware there's a, um, a thing that people in the tech industry do that I started noticing, but apparently there's a word for it now. Uh, I started noticing and talking about it a few years ago. There's a way that they talk. People in the tech sector have a very specific way of talking about things. Oh. There's an up-down sort of thing oh, that they yeah. do. Mm-hmm. But it's a uh, very... Uh, it, I, I, there was these two guys that I, I made my wife. I'm like, listen, listen, watch these people. Mm. I made my wife. I'm like, this is what I was talking about. And these two guys were talking. Well, real estate right now in the Pacific Palisades <laughs> is like particularly pricey. And like, and she's like, "Oh shit!" I go, yeah. "Yes, it's yeah. a deliberate." That's what I'm talking about. I go, "These guys are do. Yeah. They're like doing an act, and this act is like what they think the successful tech guy talks right. like. It's right. their culture. It's their vernacular. And, and see, yeah. the reason that they blame yeah. the Kardashians is like they have such a fan base of like girls who like." I want to be like yeah. that. So then they start to imitate. <laughs> I like when sense. guys do it. When you yeah. two do it, it's yeah. way more fun. Yeah, it's like, seriously? Yeah. It's like, I'm so tired of guys <laughs> trying to label me. Stop Don't labeling label me. me. Just treat me. <laughs> Truth is, I know way more than I think I do. <laughs> I love it when mm. girls know way more than I think they yeah. do. Sounds yeah. like that's it. like my favorite type of person. Yeah. yeah. Well, person she, the- <laughs> this awesome. girl in particular, she sounds kind of like a scientist. I, well, think I was, was going to say, like a lot of data. I was going to say, does she work for NASA? <laughs> yes. Is she a physicist? Physicist. This is a, this was recorded NASA. at Langley. This is a. <laughs> Uh, an space analyst. Yeah, I work for CIA. Space One, NASA, <laughs> so old school. I know more than you think I do. I know Elon Musk's full name. <laughs> <laughs> Musk's full name. La. Yeah. yeah. But it really does mean, because you're trying to align yourself with the socioeconomic group. Like, isn't that what that is? Like, you're aligning yourself 
with the Kardashians of the world. You're, yeah. you're saying like you're I doing, value I want to sound things. like that. Yeah. Yes, because I value what that right. whatever that it is the, to be that the culture. So of, I'm going to mimic it. You know? Well, so people crazy. do have a weird thing when they imitate atmospheres. Like they imitate act. Like I grew up in Boston, and Boston has a very disgusting at, uh, accent. <laughs> did you have it? Yes, you, you did. I had it, and then I heard myself on television, and I killed it. Mostly, it comes out a little bit when I drink. But <laughs> yeah. um, when I was 19, I was on television for this Taekwondo tournament thing for the Bay State Games. And uh, I heard myself on TV and I was like, oh, my God. Oh boy. I, I had no idea. I was like, well, yeah, we were training really hard. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> had. Had. Is it, was it hard to had. drop it all? Yeah. N- I don't know. I would, I would say not hard because it wasn't like I trained for a marathon or anything. Right, right, right. <laughs> but you had to I just, con- I just had to be aware. Think about it. Yeah, you had to be aware of it, right? I, just, I, was, I wasn't aware until I heard it. I think there's a lot of like weird quirks that people have. Like One of the things that I noticed uh, listening to podcasts, is that um, I, I will say certain things too much, like like or you yeah. know. Like like and you know. Those are bad ones. Yeah. Or like if you hear bad stand-up, someone says fuck too much. I do Like that. fucking, I'm like fucking yeah. guy with this yeah, fucking thing. Yeah. Like occasionally it's funny when someone does that because it you know, like... It, it, it punctuates or... Yeah. Well, it also emphasizes frustration. Yes. If you yeah. over fuck, if you're like fucking, fucking God, Jesus fucking... Like sometimes yeah. that's funny. But th- like... In Boston, they used to have this thing called the fuck meter, and <laughs> comics used to bring this up all the time because they were real craftsmen. Like growing up in Boston and doing stand up there, the guys who were really good there, they had a really good sense of what what worked and what didn't work. And one of the big ones was don't say fuck too much. Like don't not say it. You don't have to not say it. But if you say it too much, you kill when you're saying you kill the meaning of it. You say it too much, and then when you say it, it doesn't have the impact mm-hmm. that it should have. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think. Listening to yourself doing podcasts or listening to yourself doing stand up, you can get a good sense of like what's annoying about you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've caught myself in the middle of talking on stage and just been like, I, I'm, I'm doing it and in my head. I'm going, you just said fuck 13 times. Yeah. In, yeah. in two sentences, you know? Yeah. It can get rough. Yeah. Can get, especially when someone's panicking. Like yeah. if you see them tail spinning yeah. and then they overfuck. Oh, it's I've done the that. Worst. When you're working something new out and you're like, I, I don't want to think of a word. I'll just say fuck a lot. Yeah. To me, it, it substitutes real words sometimes. Yes. And that's it certainly not cool. does. It's yeah. like you're emphasi- you're trying to get by an attitude. Yeah. Oh, oh bam. That's intense. You guys that have a, intense. There's a, uh, a, a gong. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, you know why? Like, because you said fuck too many times. I said fuck. Yeah. The fuck gong. Too many fuck times. <laughs> this has a, a good echo, though. Listen to yeah. that. That's actually it's is good. A good echo. It's kind of a gong. It's, good, it's going yeah. through the table into the mic. And plus, this room has kind of an echoey sort of an effect to it. It's yeah. all yeah. deliberate. Hard floor. It's all, all deliberate. Yeah. It's all happening. Tom designed it this it's way. <laughs> that, He's a genius. Do you, do you listen to your stand up? Uh, yeah, I, well, I should say I record everything. <laughs> uh, some iPhone, yeah, yeah, every set. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't listen nearly as much as I should. I do find that like it's it's funny where the sets where I go like, oh, I gotta listen to that because of this thing. Then like I don't listen that night, but the, but the next day when I'm about to do the set, I remember what it is I wanted to listen to. <laughs> you know what I mean? I remember like the thing that I wanted to listen to. Yeah. And then I go, oh, I remember what I said, so yeah. I don't need to listen to it. But I should listen much more. 
It's a good. It's a. It's part of the job that a lot of people don't like to yeah. do. But I love about new phones is that phones are Bluetooth up to your car. Yeah. So when I'm driving, yeah, I listen smart. to it on the way to a gig. So that's I can listen smart. to music and just bullshit. Yeah. Or I can listen to the set and, and actually get work. some work in there. Work yeah, that's true. That's good. So proactive. I love it. Especially right now, I'm in new material mode. So now it's like you know I'm doing theaters and all these things. I'm putting together a whole new hour. I just did one in November. So it's like ah. Mm-hmm. It's just this frantic search for things that are interesting. You just she just came out with a new album like a month ago. Yeah, I'm uh, in so similar in thing. Isn't it funny how like a lot of friends are in the similar thing at the same time? <laughs> yeah. It's almost like we're all having our period. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like we have true. coinciding we menstrual cycles. Up. I love it because yeah. you know it's yeah. like it's so common that everybody sort of does their things at the same time or mm-hmm. within a, in a series. It's like true. Burr did his and I did mine or I did mine before his. I'm not sure which would happen, but mine came out before his and then his came out and we're all in the same thing. Yep. Louis C.K. just did his at the store. Ari. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ari just did his at the store. You know, it's like all that happens kind of together and then everybody's in the same cycle of like coming up with new shit i like the new shit phase because there is a point where you're like i can't say this shit anymore Mm -hmm. this needs to go somewhere because i'm so bored hearing myself do it Mm. so but on the other hand those jokes become samurai swords weapons they get folded down and punchline after punchline and tag after tag cling cling (laughs) cling fucking red hot steel and it just gets into the water and it just becomes just laser sharp and just and then you start out with a raw hunk of iron Mm -hmm. big stupid crude Mm -hmm. goofy ass fucking hunk of metal you gotta start from scratch with shit I feel like the best like (laughs) one of the most fun there's nothing like having your hour really sharp but there's also nothing like when you're your new hour isn't totally sharp yet, but it's like all new and it all works. Like it's not yeah. perfect yet. Yeah. That's like exciting. That's the fun. Oh, you yeah. had to fine tune yeah. it and yeah. find the bells and the whistles. Yeah. And excitement. yeah. Well, creating things, you know, yeah, it's exactly. more exciting for sure than having something that's already done. Yeah. yeah. You know, p- being in the process of watching it grow. Like every time I have a new line or a new joke or a new premise, it's like so invigorating. Like everything's crackling with yeah. all this energy. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. It's yeah. the greatest gig ever. It really We're is. so lucky. So lucky. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Beyond. It's the greatest gig. And when when you you when it hits, you're actually making people feel better. Yeah. Like they feel better. They get excited. Yeah. They saw you. You killed. They feel good. They yeah. they they associate you, dude, you fucking killed. I was having yeah. such a good time. My stomach was hurting. Yeah. You know, it's like that's a beautiful job. It really, really is. is. Yeah. Magic, dude. It's like it's like your comedy's on fleek, you know what I'm saying? What's yeah. fleek? It's just it's on fleek, man. You know, oh, have you heard have you heard this shit? yet? Are you guys kidding me with all your shit? <laughs> <laughs> is it high and tight? <laughs> is your comedy high and tight? A hundred percent. A hundred percent high and tight. But all are, the time on jeans. Are your are your brows on fleek? Your brow game? I do not know what yeah. that means. Well, so. <laughs> I gotta say this: if you're not gonna play, then bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> You don't know that what one? Are these fucking, where are you getting these fucking sound bites from? <laughs> so apparently from we're... From my bae. It's we're, from my bay. Yeah, from bay. Uh, we're, we're nerds because we were like saying that we didn't know this. Yeah. And then we just got bombarded with... I mean, I could show you. Uh, it's 
like a thousand emails and tweets like how do you not know yeah fleek you shit on fleek and bay it's all just like you know swear. i heard bay what is bay i've seen that on i i will yeah. occasionally follow i'll go on a twitter trail yes <laughs> i'll see someone that posts someone something and then someone who posts some really stupid response and i immediately go right to their page i'm like this guy's got some other stupid shit to say yes. for sure and then you see the people they're interacting with you like oh christ let me click on this one yeah and I go, oh good lord i went down someone made a um I don't know if you're aware, but I love Obama is a hashtag. And okay. the I love Obama hashtag got hijacked by people who hate Obama. Oh, oh right. And it became a... Like dis- Cosby's meme idea? Exactly. Where it was like, make a meme. Well, yeah. that was more disastrous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Obama didn't do that. Right. It did have a hashtag, and then all these like right-wing... Chuck Woolery. Mostly racists. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. <clears throat> attacked. So crazy. Oh, so it was fascinating. <clears throat> but going to their Twitter page... And then seeing people who's every day, all day, I mean, you look at their tweets, like 1 o'clock in the afternoon, 4 p.m., 7.30 p.m., 9 p.m., 11 p.m., 10 in the morning. It's all anti-Obama. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, your day is spent obsessing about someone you're most likely never going to meet. Yeah. And it's about what? Fucking Syria or some shit? Some place you're never going to go. Like, well, they work at their craft too, Joe. I mean, they work craft. That is their craft. They're crafty cunts. They're, yeah, there exactly. you go. Yeah. And if you don't have to think about how shitty your life is, you can, you know, put that into Twitter. All that energy instead of doing you. Oh yeah. You worry. Have you heard of Black Twitter? Black Twitter. Yeah. No. What's Tom, that? do you want to explain? What's Black Twitter? Oh, okay. You're the aficionado. Uh, uh, no, it's just it's it's just a it's a hashtag that kind of um, you know I guess lets black people interact you know with uh other black people yeah it's just like this is our own thing you know <clears throat> and then it's where you can pick up on i don't know like, like fleek <laughs> well not just <laughs> slang it'll be just oh. about like you know like i said it, it could be like a conversation uh you want to just start a conversation about either you know something black themed black culture or or um you know it could be about it could be something social it could be about a movie it could be just a conversation, but they'll hashtag Black Twitter. Like, Black. Yeah. <clears throat> Black Twitter. Hashtag. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just a new thing. I'll check that I'm out. I'm into that now. Now that I'm hip with the kids and I know the lingo. Hip and with the kids. Well, booyah and, you know. Booyah's pretty old. That it's is super old. old. It's super lame. You can't say that anymore. <laughs> you can still say booyah. <laughs> People, apparently not. I it's saw, retro. I saw an article on Huffington Post. It's definitely out. And oh, Huffington Post said Booyah's out? It's way out. Then it's, it's in. Wah, wah. If they say it's out, it's in. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, if the... Salon.com says it's out, <laughs> you double up on it. Okay. You double. That's you got to know formula? when. Yeah. Okay. This is like, you know, I mean, I'm looking at Black Twitter right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening on it Black Twitter? It says, every time Black Twitter has arguments, I'm going to be like, you know. Love it. I love it. I don't know. I love it. Uh, Black Twitter has a new enemy. Uh, Amber wanted. I don't know. It's just like I don't know. There's just like conversations going on, man. All right, I'm gonna get involved. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna get involved, and I'm gonna start hashtag Black Twitter just just to find out. Just what's to up. start yeah. something. Just to see what's up. Hey I mean, guys, what's happening, Black Twitter? Hey, yeah. um, folks. Look, I love black people. I'm not one of them, but I mean, I'm fully in support. What are you guys? Uh, you want to let me in on some uh, cool shit? It's for like a lot of black themed conversations. Yes, which I like. Yeah. I like the black themed. I like black but people reality was, shows. I like the lingo. I'm down. A black listener also tweeted us yes. that the reason, this is the better explanation, the reason that we're not on point with on our fleek. slang 
is because we're not on black Twitter. So she was yeah. like, you need to get on black Twitter. There you go. Hmm. So Bay is be- before anyone else. So it's like your your main squeeze, like your wife oh, is your Bay. Yeah, yeah. Before anyone else. And oh, then oh, by yeah. Felicia's from Friday. It's like when you want to blow somebody off. You're all by Felicia. <laughs> Oh, and then okay. eyebrow, your eyebrows are on fleek. I got that from Damone Roberts, my but my brow guy. It's not just about brows. Anything can be on fleek. Anything can be on, but Pacific, Pacifically. Right. Pacifically. It's eyebrows. The eyebrow game yes. is on fleek, you would say. That's true. Also, we received a... Oops, sorry. There's the gong again, the comedy gong. <laughs> the comedy gong. <laughs> we received um, some tweets about road beef. And yeah. listen, guys, it's not road beef. No. It's road beef road with beef. a V. Like road beef. Road beef? Like pussy? Yeah. Yeah. Like when you're on the road, that road beef that you, you know. Oh, okay. There's, road beef. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus. not beef. That's yeah. like a combination of like two different eras <laughs> yeah. mashing together. <laughs> yeah, it is, right? This beef is so old. Yeah. Beef. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hey, man, I'd like to see her beaver. <laughs> It is super it's dirty. Old. Yeah, How, Cooter, I mean, if you beaver. could have like a chart of like the amount of times that beaver has been said in mm. reference to a woman's vagina mm. over the past <laughs> like few decades, you would see a steep decrease. Yeah, what is it usage. now? Because the but Just, the slang is always evolving. Like, what do people call it now? Puss puss cooch. Cooking that puss. Cooking the puss. It's pussy is just that's old universal though. Yeah, it is universal. It's just it's it's one of those things that just is never going away. It's evergreen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just like yeah, like slinging dick. Yeah, no one's never going to stop say slinging dick. Slinging dick is good. It's gonna. I like I like grinding dicks too. Mm, That just doesn't (laughs) sound good. That was uh, that was Johnny V. Yeah, Johnny. Johnny V, a guy I worked with uh, years ago. He, him, and his brother shared a studio apartment. He's straight. His brother's gay. Oh, he's like, I'll be like, how was your night? He's like, brother had his boyfriend over. They're grinding dicks all night. Like that. That was his way of saying that. But he said it so sad. Oh, so they're in a studio apartment. He's trying to sleep, and his brother's butt fucking. Yes. like a, a foot away. A foot away. Oh yeah. God! And it's his own brother. It's yeah. Just, yeah. He's just like oh, doing the pillow over the ear. <laughs> Fucking Q-tips. Can you both just come already? Uh, Again. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know, we heard this like 10 years ago. This is one of those things that stuck in my head for 10 years. You hear a story like that, and you're like, fucking grinding dicks, bro. That's tough. Yeah. That is tough. Grinding dicks. Yeah. (laughs) And his name was Johnny Volatile. And uh, really, like, yeah, you're like, that's a crazy name. And then he pulls out his ID, it's Johnny Volatile. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I changed it. I'm like, I guess so. Like, that's why he's like, I don't like my name. I'm like, all right, what did it used to be? I don't like, fucking, who knows? I don't know. Really. I'm a volatile motherfucker. Yeah, like, <laughs> so I'll be all volatile. Rick, volatile Rick Freeman shit. or something. <laughs> I'm trying to catch some Z's and niggas be grinding dicks. You know what I'm saying? In my face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Grinding dicks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Johnny. V man, yeah, and his brother was... changed his name to something I don't remember it, but it was something like Nick Chaos, you know? That's <laughs> hilarious, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. This is the guy that was grinding dicks, that grinding dicks, the yeah. Dick yeah. Grinder. yeah. Nick which is chaos. A, that is a tight name for hitting the gay clubs, I'm sure. Yeah, my name, you know? Nick Chaos. Throw your ID out, <laughs> it almost, you know, it almost makes you realize that Uh-oh. like Nick might be. <laughs> A real man. Oh, this is that book you told me about. <laughs> yep. Oh, how good is that book? 
Well, you have. A, well, let me just explain to the folks at home. Yeah, Tommy has <laughs> maybe twenty or thirty post its <laughs> stuck on all these different pages that highlight yes. these very important passages. Copious notes. The book is called "The Real Man" by Julian Ray. Did anybody? Someone give you this book? How, how did you come upon this? Julian he Ray gave, gave me this, this book. book. Where Where did this take place? <laughs> in Hong Kong. Hong Kong. I was in Hong Kong. It was a, before our first show there. I was on a little tour with uh, Pete Lee and Chad Daniels. We went over there right before our first show. Guy comes up to us, <clears throat> hands us a book, each one of us. Welcome to Hong Kong. We're like, thanks, man. And then we're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and like, little, little book I wrote. And uh, then I'm like, all right. And the thing yeah. that's kind of crazy, there's a lot of craziness. Could you describe the cover, though? Yeah, the cover. It's, like- it's a very... It's a much younger looking... I don't know if he wrote this 40 years ago because he doesn't look like that. Mm. Does uh, this? Did you put this on your Instagram yet? <laughs> yes. 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 I need to put it on mine. Yeah. Hold, hold <laughs> on, please. <laughs> Let me get your face in there, too. Okay. Um, put that up later. So... It's so ridiculous. The thing is, like, they're... The, like, first of all... Like the font is enormous. Oh okay? uh, well, it's maybe like a, can't see so good. Yeah. Then he does this thing that I've only seen in mag. You know when you're reading a magazine and mm-hmm. an article, and it'll have I, I don't know the technical term, but it'll have a highlight of the article bigger and in bolder print. You know, like a quote or right. something or a statement from the article itself. Right. Highlights. He does this um, in his book, which is is an interesting thing because you'll be reading the book. And then you'll see like a highlighted point. Yeah. And then right below it, you'll read that again. It's like that. <laughs> like, hmm. It's maybe it's just the phrase twice, though. Yeah. Maybe he only reads magazines. And he doesn't oh, know that books are different. that's oh, true. Oh, that's a really good point. There's that, a lot. Yeah. It'll explain a lot. The, fo- the font is enormous. Involved the classy publication. <laughs> they take very pertinent words <laughs> and they highlight those. To let everybody know, this is an hey, important thing. You should fucking read this part. That's exactly that's part that, is, that's that guy's voice. Totally, part is critical. <laughs> very critical. What did the guy sound like when you talked to him? That he, no, he was pretty like part is critical. Mild, you know, like subdued personality. Yeah. And Welcome. the photo makes him look like. Let me see the photo again. About yeah. thirty-five, maybe something yeah. like that. What does he look like in real life? Fifty-eight. <laughs> Something like so that. So that's him when you know the first time he ever saw Raging Bull. I mean, look at look at the skin. <laughs> the skin is like shiny, dewy, you know, mm. clean. And he's, and he's in a suit. He's also he's not you know he's looking off to the side. He's it's like, too important mm. to look you in the eyes. Yes, <laughs> very important. The real man. <laughs> Here's a, a couple of highlights. A real man has charismatic charm, mm. and he just tells you <laughs> basically be charismatic, mm. but. There's no explanation. Like it's just like have that quality. Mm. Um, mm. Just do that. <laughs> do more of that. See successful people do what they do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's this book. This book is like do what that guy's doing. Can I read it? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. I want to. I want to highlight. There's. There's. We've a lot been of- waiting for you. I mean. <laughs> oh, this book is. This is a really good. Like, so here's a whole page that's just a highlight of what you've already. Yeah. Ah, I see. So it's easy reading. Um, yes, it is very easy. It looks like about 800 words for the whole book. That's probably accurate. Only children cry for candies or blame someone else for their misfortune. 
Men can keep their candies, so to speak, and wait for the right time to enjoy them in order to receive more candy. The same concept applies when you are dating a girl of your dreams. So never lose your temper. I, uh, what? I don't understand how fucking word. Well, that. you're not huh? a real man. I it guess sounds I'm like not. Um, it sounded like a like a Chinese proverb. Yeah, it's like, like a some Loud Sun Tzu <laughs> art of war shit. A what man can enjoy his candy <laughs> only after a woman. Like what? Here's a couple. What are you uh, here's another about, one dude? I wanted to. Re- oh, yeah, this one's awesome. The sunrise on the battlefield. <laughs> Keep teeth clean. <laughs> Being intelligent. Intelligence. Being intelligent. Intelligence is not only useful in life, it can also increase your appeal, uh-huh. as a lot of women find intelligence very sexy. Women who are physically well-proportioned are sexy to men, <laughs> and men who possess ingenuity make them attractive to women. Uh-huh. So just be smart. Be smart, dummy. <laughs> you, you want a girlfriend? Be smart. You're already smarter than everybody else because you bought my book. <laughs> is it, does this have an ISBN number? Can people buy this on yeah, Amazon? It has a, yes. uh, a barcode. Yes. Guys, we gotta um, we gotta get this guy. I want him. To, I want him to like be like. Why are my sales? Yeah. <laughs> through the fucking roof right now. <laughs> People <laughs> finally caught on, and this and my Harry Potter moment is here. Yeah. I, I'm assuming your Wi-Fi is House of Farts. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Do you, you put in the password? Oh, I'm not sure what it is, Jeans. I know what it is. Don't oh, say it, it on the air, Jeans. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Jeez. House of farts. <laughs> Someone's going to drive around <laughs> just till one day it picks up on their Wi-Fi. Yes, they're near. They're near. Mommy's house is near. House of farts. <laughs> Speaking of, do you do you fart in front of your wife? No, I try just, to hide it. You, hi- you do? She you do? doesn't like it. She doesn't like She's it. Not happy. She's a lady, I that's have, why. I have violent farts. No, I know you they're, you eat meat. I see what you eat on Instagram sometimes. They're brutal. Yeah. Nobody needs to smell my farts. <laughs> Nobody but me. Um, I enjoy them. You're a comedian. <laughs> the real man. If being if being funny, humorous, and confident is in your nature, you don't need to worry about being mistaken for a clown. Because you will only appear charming and suave to those around you. Mm. Yeah. That is really good. Oh, there's a lot of real man stuff. Yes. What's homeboy's name again? Julian Ray. Julian Ray. Yes. Sanitation. This is my favorite one. I shower three times a day. <laughs> what? Once in the morning. Here it is. Bam. That's Available. It. Oh, yes. <laughs> we gotta Bam. buy it. Everybody. Guess who just one clicked it? This guy. <laughs> Once in the morning, once in the evening, once before I go to bed. I brush my teeth after every meal. Wow. Use moss wash as often as possible and <laughs> floss every night. Please remember to go to the dentist regularly. Three times a Dude, day. Dude, that yes. guy listens to our show. He's telling them to go see the dentist. Why don't you check this out real quick? Which part? This is the, There are three levels. Three levels? Of, of becoming a man. Oh, no. Yeah. Wait, I don't think it's normal to shower three times a day, though. Yeah, that seems it's odd. excessive, no? That seems like a freak. Well, he smells. Yeah. <clears throat> Men between the ages of 18 to 25 are at the animal stage. I never got out of that stage. Yeah. <laughs> they are particularly too concerned about the feelings of most women. Oh, they're not particularly too concerned. Oh, what a weird way to phrase that. Hmm. They are not particularly too concerned about the feeling of most women and are only sexually aroused by beautiful and sexy women. Huh. Hmm. How weird. Yeah, it doesn't sound normal, right? Because of this reason, men at level one have difficulty being empathetic and connecting with women spiritually. Therefore, these men are despised 
by mm. most mature women. Mm. Unless you watch MILF porn, <laughs> it seems like what they target. That's mm. what they, they target after. pool boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With trainers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Animalistic. Okay. P- pizza delivery men. All right. Yeah. Cut down. It's a lot of fucking cum. <laughs> Whoa. <clears throat> men between 25 and 40, <laughs> level two. Yes. Men between 25 and 40 are relatively experienced in social dynamics and are less inclined to lose control. However, they are still at the animal stage. Mm. 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 Their only difference is that they have better control of themselves and they give people the impression of a gentleman. But the best (laughs) is level three. Ah, level three. Men aged 40 and above are very experienced in social situations and are much more empathetic. They have also developed enough wisdom to spiritually connect with sexually attractive women. They're more interested in getting to know a woman as a person first before deciding whether she, this guy's an idiot, whether they should pursue her or accept a woman's advances. Men at level three are real men. Wait. Wisdom and yeah. instinct. So then, wait a minute. This book should be called Be Over 40 <laughs> because that's the only oh, yeah. real men. Yes. Yeah, these other guys are. Not only children. that, he misses the entire point of why men are more interested in getting to know a woman first. Because by the time you hit 40, you've met a fucking gaggle of crazy hey. who was <laughs> who was slashing tires yeah. and stealing yeah. mail and calling your boss <laughs> and fucking finding your ex-girlfriends on Instagram or Facebook. They're fucking monsters. There's monsters out there. You got to know who I the bet monsters you know. are. You've had some crazy chats. I, I can only oh, imagine. Shit, son. Yeah. Real I could crazy. tell you. I could tell you some stories. Why don't son. you write the next book? I should write a next book. <laughs> How to avoid crazy bitches. Crazy bitches. What is there a crazy so bitch many. sign signal? You think? No. No. You just got. I just. Well, it's like you got to look at yourself and then think if you were a woman. Would you be attracted to you? No, you'd have to be crazy to be attracted to you. Like the 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 average woman, like who wants stability or sincerity, right. you're not going to go after some dirty comedian, former <laughs> kickboxer. You know what I mean? You're not. Uh, you're yeah. Just not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna find something more peaceful. Some some yoga teacher, some shit. Yep. Yeah, you're gonna have some psycho chicks in your life. What is that smell? Oh, your smell's very important. <laughs> you wear the right kind of cologne. It does not matter how handsome you are or how physically well built you are. If you have bad breath or body odor, you won't go far. <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Some girls like the fact that you smell. Yeah, you smell like a monster. This is true. Sometimes, <laughs> but not bad breath. No, bad breath. That's never inexcusable. Good. Now, Smell yeah. is one. Another one is body odor. Oh, boy, your body odor. I always keep my deodorant, <laughs> cologne, and mouthwash in my car's glove compartment. Okay, you should stop writing books, douchebag, because cologne is for <laughs> pussies. Listen to me. Uh, I bought your book, but you're retarded. You bought it? Yeah, I just bought it. Fantastic. One clicked it. <laughs> Look, you can't fucking tell people to wear cologne, because cologne is for morons. That's horrible. If you were, this is, I have a bit about this, about like, it's, it's a sign of women acquiescing to men, or mm-hmm. men acquiescing to women. That's that's a sign of a man giving in. You're wearing perfume. I don't give a fuck what you yeah, call it. Feminine. Call it. Yeah. Give it another name. If you went out camping with a bunch of your buddies and one of them put cologne on before you got in the canoe, you'd be like, "I'm not getting in that canoe with you, man." Yeah. Mm. You just, are you trying to fuck in that canoe? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's courting you. Why would you put fucking cologne? Well, I always like to smell fresh. 
smell good. The, only the fucking woodchucks and shit smell me. Yeah. I'm out here with bears and fucking beavers, the real kind. I'm a real man. Hey, road beast. I don't, I never, can I tell you, in all my life, I've never smelled a good cologne. And it's, it's always too much. The guy hugs you. Like, it's usually old Hungarian guys I grew up with. They're oily and they're shiny and then they mash it against your face. Yeah. It's always like, they're putting their scent on you. Yeah. Yeah. The stink on you, man. I don't like it. I never liked cologne. It's gross. It is gross. It's gross. Masking. If there was no women, men would not wear cologne. We wouldn't wear it. We wear it because we erroneously believe that it's going to attract women. Courting. Yeah, it's like if you need cologne to get a woman, if that's the deal breaker, if that's the tipping point. Well, I wasn't going to fuck you, but I smelled this cologne. <laughs> you don't want that girl. You it want crazy. You want someone who is like 100% in, yeah. completely oh, committed. Yeah, bro. Not someone whose cologne is going to tip. In it's that crazy. sense, like dressing too nice is probably a stupid thing, too. Because you want someone who likes you for just like the way you like to dress. Not yeah. not putting on some goofy oh, fucking costume. We always talk about this. You got to buy as is. <laughs> a lot of women make that mistake. They get with a guy and then they think, I'm going to change this, I'm going to change that, and then you're doomed for failure. No. That's the root yeah, of you all can't, You can't change. The, I, I, the, the best is when you talk to a woman about her boy. She's like, you know... There's just some things about him right now, but like you know, I, yeah. I think it's like once we get like locked down and married, like then I I think it's gonna change. Like no, yeah, the opposite. Never. It's definitely. Can not I tell you change. though, I blame shit like Sex in the City, and you know, like the whole lore of yeah, he's a douchebag. He doesn't treat me right. But if you just you keep pushing him, you just keep at it. One day he's gonna Break change. Him down. You yeah. gotta wear him down. No. You just gotta wear the guy down. You're like no, it's no. really not smart. It's not gonna happen. I'm just gonna clean him up. Yeah. Yeah. No, you married an animal. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a friend who used to do that with girls. He'd pick girls that were like slightly fucked up, shitty sense of fashion, yeah. a little bit overweight, take them to the gym, start buying <laughs> <laughs> really? nice clothes. Yeah, this guy, he, he had, she had a big tattoo on her lower back. And when I met him and her, he was uh, he was like, yeah, I'm getting it lasered off. Or he, it's like she was Whoa. getting this tattoo lasered off. She's in the process of it getting lasered off. But he, like, he was honest about it. Yeah, I got her teeth fixed. She's a project. project. Wow. Yeah. wow. He got her fake boobs. He got her teeth fixed. Whoa. And he was lasering off his... Sound like she won a contest, though. Yeah. Is like a, is that that reality like a, show? Yeah, like, like a, a radio a, contest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy's a pretty good guy. Yeah. Like, You're kind of fucked up. I'm going to help you. Like, All right. Yeah. Yeah, he was just... You know, he found like something with potential. Hey, wow. Did you oh, one time you? tweet out um, this guy singing Let It Be... Does you remember this? And he's a very he's a very distinct voice. Yeah, I think I think so. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me. <laughs> you did, right? Yeah. Speaking words of witness. I was retweeting that. Be, Are you retweeting? Yeah. Well. And I like it. Let it play. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. Standing right in front of me. I don't know who came. Who speaking words of witness? To come, <laughs> let it be. <laughs> let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Well, he's got talent. Oh yeah. Well, you know, he also has confidence. It's <laughs> yeah. something I didn't realize. This is in his kitchen. Um, and if you go to his YouTube page, his name is Tim Byrne, B-Y-R-N-E, he has, um, let's just say, <laughs> dozens, 
dozens of video and the cool thing is that he also has multiple posts different days different outfits of let it be are you serious same exact does he do it flat let it be let it be it's always in the same spot in his kitchen when I find myself in times of trouble mother Mary comes to me Speaking words of wisdom, let it be. <laughs> and in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of he me. He does the entire fucking song. Speaking words of wisdom, let it be. <laughs> is there any of him actually talking? Let it be. Not that I've seen. There's also not a lot with many views. Um, <laughs> Up until now. Now it's going to change. His, um, um, his, let it be. Let it be. <laughs> he seems British. Yeah, I think so. Dude, hmm. I mean, hmm. like... Wow. That's a lot That's of a lot. Sometimes he'll post like 15 songs in a day. <laughs> Wow! Um, it's all. It's all let yeah, it be. It's all in the same spot in his kitchen, <laughs> and it's all let it be. No, but it'll be like um, <sighs> let it be. Let, let it be. It, 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 Sometimes it, it, I only have eyes for you. I won't last a day without you. Maybe it's you. Let it be. Romantic. Sometimes I won't last a day without you. <laughs> Good let lord! <laughs> I won't last a day without you. Sometimes maybe it's you. <laughs> Sometimes maybe it's you. Yesterday, once more, I won't last a day without you. So he has those. And then to give you like a little different flavor, there's like another guy who he's doing kind of the same, a, a different version of that. He's doing original music. Big tits, big titties, big pussy, big tits. Mm. I love to fuck big girls. Like, like, like them big titties. Sucking them big breasts. Licking mm. them big titties. Eating that big pussy. Mm. Licking that big click, boy. Mm. I love to bang that big girl with my big dick. I love mocking up my good girl with myself and his big dick. You know what I'm saying? I like to fuck them big girls. Like on them big girls. We like original music submissions on this show. So sometimes people will send us. <laughs> that guy's rocking back and forth like he's got a tremendous head injury. <laughs> like, like the way I like to fuck them big, girls, them big titties. He's like, there's something wrong. He's trying to find his center. Yeah. Trying to find there his happy place. Nothing wrong. <laughs> well, isn't that so cool about the fucking internet? Yes, you can find the all these people now. This yes. is a gift from God. My, oh, the best part about this dude. This guy who did this, all his videos are titled My Vittos. My Vittos. They're all the same title. (laughs) You can't even be like, what's that one I like? Because they're all My Vittos. They're all My Vittos. Yeah. Hmm. But he's a... There you go, that's me. Ain't that... What is happening? He's, uh, he's getting ready for a ain't new song. Ain't got no girl, ain't got no wife, ain't got no kids, ain't got no girlfriend. Ain't got no car, ain't got no shoes, ain't got no home, ain't got no. Ain't got no. It's all original. Ain't got no kids, ain't got no home, ain't got no car, ain't got no girlfriend. Ain't got no shoes, ain't got no home, ain't got no. I feel like with the right producer, this could be a good song. I just well, feel like he needs a little bit I, of direction. I agree, because I, I don't think Ain't got no car, ain't got yeah, no kids, ain't a, got no girlfriend. The premise ain't got isn't no car, bad. Ain't got no kids, ain't got no girlfriend. It just needs That's to right. He, the tempo's off. Is that what that is? The timing yeah. up? Like, he has no, no uh, flow, as the kids say. Basically, the song should be called, I Don't Have Anything. 
Correct. Ain't got nothing. It's a country song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nothing. Yeah, I ain't got. He's one of them country ass black folk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I ain't got no. And he's rocking back and forth. Is he rocking too? Well. <laughs> yeah, he's got a head injury. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> he really does. I'm not kidding. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. No, I'm, yeah. def- I'm dead really? serious. Yeah, oh. definitely. There's definitely something going on there. Like wow. maybe hmm. a piece got shot off. Yeah. Hmm. Do you uh, do you see that a lot with fighters? Like you don't that, see rocking, mm-hmm. but you see slurring of the word. You see drunk people. I mean, yeah, punch drunk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. That that, um, that phrase it comes from when you hear them talk. They have a really difficult time enunciating words. Is is Hopkins still fighting Bernard? Yeah, he's like Fucking, fifty or something. He's right? forty nine years old. He won a world title at forty nine. Okay, but then he he just got beat though. He just got beat yeah. by one of the baddest motherfuckers in in the country today. Yeah. The guy he got beat by is a fucking monster. Bondikov, yeah. the the fucking uh, the uh, the Russian dude. Yeah, he's a killer. And he he beat him. Yeah, yeah, pretty intense. Provanikov. Hmm. Um, but he put on a clinic to the dude that he beat the year before. Oh, yeah. oh like, he dude, he's, he's still incredible. He's just yeah. the the guy he fought. The Russian dude is just too fucking good. He's just too good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at a certain point in time, you know, what he has is incredible skills. Bernard has incredible skills. But the guy he's fighting, uh, especially the last guy, has incredible skills as well. But he's also 29. Yeah. You know, and it's just, just you can't, just can't beat Father Time. I mean, he, I would like, I wish he would be honest. I'd love to talk to him and say, what do you want, dude? Hmm. Uh, Kovalev, that's who he beat. Kovalev. Kovalev yeah. beat him. Sergei Kovalev. Um, I would love to say, like, what are you doing? Are you doing anything? Are you doing, taking some growth hormones, some testosterone? Mm. Like, it has, there has to be some supplementation there because it doesn't make any sense that his body would function that well at 49. A lot of his discipline, a lot of his diet. He's 40. Oh, 49. I didn't, didn't catch that. Yeah. And, right and wow. boxing. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, for real, professional yeah. boxing. Like, we're talking, like, yeah. the highest skilled punchers on the planet. And this is a fucking... 50 year old man basically yeah. yeah well he's so smart and he's so skilled like when as far as like his knowledge of positioning positioning in boxing is everything you always want to be in a position where you can punch the guy and he can't punch you and then clinch and hold or move and it all worked great up until kovalev kovalev is just too fucking dangerous he hits too hard he's a killer like a legit killer he killed a guy in the ring yeah, really? Oh. Yeah, and didn't seem to bother him at all. Like like a lot of guys, they kill somebody and then their career drops off substantially after that. Like Ray Boom Boom Mancini, he mm-hmm. was a big one. He, the, that was because we were all watching on TV when we were kids. He knocked out Duck Koo Kim and Duck Koo Kim died. And Mancini was kind of never the same after that. Because mm-hmm. in his head, it was always like, man, people can die. You know, I could die. This mm-hmm. guy could die. Like it fucks their head up. Yeah. Not Kovalev. Seems, seems fine. Yeah. It comes from Russia. Well, there you go. You know, people dying left and right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like dying's what happens. Sometimes yeah. he probably is like, I, mean, I killed like eight people before I got over here. <laughs> yeah. so, like, I killed someone this morning for breakfast. Yeah. yeah. No big deal. They don't care. But uh, Hopkins is just so clever. He just understands like where to be and where not to be and how to how to throw guys off. And he's also just so like so disciplined like his diet you know he's always eating like natural foods very healthy you know never too much never gets fat always in the gym after he fought Kovalev he was in the gym on Monday working out on Monday wow. didn't you say you told me one time that um uh GSP 
his whole thing is that like he really he always does something every day. Yeah, like he does something every day. Like a day off is still a bike ride or jump and rope yep. or something. One day he'll do gymnastics. The next day he'll do wrestling. The next day he'll do karate. It's incredible. Like even if he's not training for a fight, he's always doing something. Yeah, because he believes that your body gets. There's a lot of people that believe that your body gets used to work, and as long as you continue to push it, it it can maintain that level. And if you don't, it atrophies. Wow. Yeah. I think the first time I saw, uh, I remember seeing like real punch drunk, like in an interview, was Riddick Bow. Mm. It, it was it was a while ago, but it was when he was still fighting, but it was very end of his career. And even the guy interviewing, like, looked at the camera, like, "Oh Jesus." Have you ever seen it in real life? Like it? No. Uh-uh. I saw it in real life um, many times when I was young, but uh, I didn't know the guys like when they were clear. Oh, but so you only knew them like I, that. I saw them punch drunk, you know, and I, I saw like some degradation when I was young. Like I saw guys slip a little bit, but I ran into Terry Norris, who was a big time boxing champion in the 1980s. I ran into him uh, in the early 90s as well. I ran into Terry Norris in Vegas and he was talking to some fans <clears throat> and I almost thought he was joking around or I almost thought he was drunk. Like, I thought it was maybe Terry Norris was hammered. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, oh, my God, he's punch drunk. I mean, mm-hmm. it was so bad. He was sharing blah, 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 says. Yeah, like that. <laughs> exactly. Like that, right? He was slurring his oh. words so bad. It was just so depressing because it wasn't that long ago that I had watched him fight. It was just a few years earlier that I would watched him fight. And uh, he actually fought my friend, Dana. Uh, Dana Rosenblatt, who was a middleweight champion of uh, New England. You thought he was kind Dana of... Dana beat him. You thought he was joking around, though. I was... almost did. But I saw in the Dana Rosenblatt fight, when Dana beat him, um, I was like, man, Terry just looks off. It looks like he's having a hard time moving his body right. Like, his, his, his coordination was off. Like, he was a killer when he was young. He was so fast and just lethal knockout power. And then when he fought Dana, like, I could see some awkwardness in his movement. Like, his motor skills were... Or not functioning correctly, mm. and it's, it's sad shit. I've seen it in MMA fighters quite a bit now, especially uh, there's the gong again. Mm. Especially from um, <laughs> when I first started. I didn't even mean to do that. Uh, when I first started working for the UFC, um, the guys who started fighting back then to now, like you could really see in some of them a big difference a big difference in the struggle the dullness in their eyes you see like a dull they have like there's like a lack of vitality to them yeah scary shit and do they have enough money to kind of take care of themselves later in life depends on who some yes some no you know Mm -hmm. it really depends some guys a lot of the guys that get the most brain damage are the ones that don't win fights mm. and those are the ones who don't make money so it's, it's very cruel that's yeah, cruel sucks like you look at a guy like Hopkins no brain damage made millions of dollars still fighting at 49 crazy look at yeah. Terry Norris yeah probably broke by now you know he teaches boxing now he's like a boxer size instructor you know that's what he's doing and like somewhere in LA actually and fucked up you mm-hmm. know yeah. Do you think, by the way, is you think Anderson is he going to retire? Is he like done, done? Well, he tested positive for steroids. Yeah, that's not good. That's so not that good. means he's got to take a year off, like at least nine months suspension and all that shit. Like I think they're fighting it, and then the Nevada State Athletic Commission they reverse the um, the win, so it's not a win anymore. Oh. So now it's a no contest and. 
they have to figure out whether or not he appeals. If he appeals, they have to have some ground to stand on. Apparently, there's a second drug test that he failed as well. Ooh. So it's not just one drug test. It's Big a fighter. second. Is that bad? I mean, I, I thought it was... I'm sorry. Forget, I don't know much about like you know the sport, but we, we were watching a bodybuilding documentary for... Oh, yeah. Is it Mr. Olympia? Yeah, yeah. It was the, It's Generation Iron on um, Netflix. It's yeah. great, man. Have you seen it? No. It's really good. good. Yeah. Well, the it's implicit that those guys use steroids. Like, it's just a given mm-hmm. in their field. Nobody talks about it, but it's just understood. And yeah. I, but it's also I like... it's not the same. With they make it, you know, UFC they make a point also of like saying that... Especially, like, a lot of people think that bodybuilders, like, they just shoot up and then they walk out with that body. You know, is, like, yeah. they're saying, like, do you know how Not fucking true. hard these guys work? I mean, yeah, there's a point where they're juicing up, but, like, they're, they are, like, the most dis- disciplined athletes maybe ever, you know, as far as, like, weighing their food and how much they have to eat and the type of workouts Ugh, they the do. They're work. really, really incredibly disciplined people to be, like, pro Mr. Olympia level bodybuilders. So yeah, crazy. you have to be. There's no way you get that big without work. Yeah. I mean, you t- you yeah. have to take steroids for sure, but you also have to put in incredible hours at the gym. Those guys oh, are working out yeah. all day. Yeah, a lot of them. This is where it gets really freaky. A lot of back in the day, um, the guys didn't have any money. They didn't have money for steroids, and they were like aspiring bodybuilders. And gay guys would uh, talk them into doing freaky shit for money. They would prostitute <laughs> themselves out because gay guys were in love with their bodies. Oh. Even if it's as simple as oh. like you know. They would let the gay guy would let this gay guy suck his dick, or the straight guy oh. would let the gay guy suck his dick so he could buy steroids. Like, there's a friend of mine who was a bodybuilder back in that day, and he said it was rampant. <laughs> it was like there was all these really rich gay guys that would go to Gold's Gym and they would prey upon the weak. <laughs> <laughs> the broke bodybuilder. Talk about commitment as a yeah. bodybuilder, though. You got to want it bad, you man. Know, there's been so many stories in Hollywood about like rich gay producers sure. who would hit on yeah. straight actors and even force actors into doing yeah. sexual favors for career yeah. stuff. Like Howie Long had some crazy story about something like that. Happening. Howie Long? So did Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan had some story about some shit like that happening to him. Where, wow. where guys are trying to get him. I mean, you think about it. A, a guy says yes to some super powerful producer type character. Next thing you know, we <laughs> were talking about this morning. Yeah, he's the Rock. Not saying that the Rock ever did that. The Rock <laughs> yeah. doesn't have to do that. Right. He's the Rock. Right. But Hulk Hogan's not quite as ripped as the Rock. Might right. have to do wow. a little extra work. <laughs> Wow. Snap. wow! A lot of these guys. That's what happens. Though. Yeah, it's bad true. Do you want it? How bad well, it's like, do you want it? You hear about the casting couch? Well, it works for gay people too. Yeah, of for, for sure. Yeah. It's all guys. I mean, it's not casting. Well, it's, that's not true either. It's women too. There was a, a, a lady on a. I don't want to say names, but there's a, a television show that I might have been a part of that had a woman <laughs> who uh, might have been the uh, casting director who used to get these sad, fucking depressed dudes to no. uh, to be on shows, and she would cast them. And and they would, she would take them to parties, and it was very clear that some shit was going on. Wow. wow. Yeah, the casting. I got to get That's awesome. Casting, That's yeah. what I've been talking about. That's what I want. Me too. <laughs> you want to get on the casting? Yeah. Couch? <laughs> and I want to get into bodybuilding. You know? <laughs> Are you going to shave or wax? That's a really good question. I know I'm going to tan. <laughs> and your head has to be lighter than your body. Your body's got to be real dark. <laughs> Yeah, your that body's almost black. The theme, yes. yeah. yeah the good. best is like when, like, right at a contest, when on the documentary, like, 
the guy's like wins and then somebody comes and gives them a hug and then they pull away and they're wearing white and it's all black now it's like it's all stained and their shit. palms and are all like, black too and they're like ah oh, you could have told me before the hug like, it sucks <laughs> they're covered in that ink right yeah. they yeah. die they're like otherwise they're like you wash out you wash out under those lights so yeah that even like sense. black eyes put on black like, eyes put it yeah. on too yeah unless wow. they're like fucking you know kenyan then then yeah <laughs> but yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh good. It's time. I'm excited. What's it time for? What's going on? It's what like are... a regular segment we have oh, on our show. We love to do it with people that haven't been to your yep. mom's house. This is known as the dental update, where we talk about your dental history. What's your dental history like? Do you first uh, of just all, like teeth? We like teeth. We okay. want to know about yeah. what are your habits? First of all, do you floss? <laughs> I do not. You don't floss? Ever? Nope. Oh, we okay. talked about this, and, I, and I, my thing was like, what about, you know, you know that the lack of flossing can contribute to, like, heart, heart disease. disease. And you're in like, pussies. In pussies. Okay. Exactly. You gotta be a pussy <laughs> yeah. to get heart disease from lack of flossing. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. But what about, like, you're eating moose fucking hearts and all this shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel it in your teeth. You go, I'll yeah, just floss it. Yeah, pick it out. You pick it out. Yeah. <laughs> like, with a branch, something yeah, on the ground. Yeah, whatever I find. Yeah. Take a bone splinter, yeah. shove it in. Yeah. I want it out. Yeah. I want your fucking meat freezer, by the way. Dude, you could come over and take pictures of it. I have... Right now, at least 600 pounds of meat. Well, I mean, I should be clear. Wow. 400 is just moose. That you've killed. Yeah. 400 of it is just one moose. Yeah, we watched you on uh, Real Sports. Yeah. Oh, that uh, HBO thing? Yeah. 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 It's so cool that you're eating what you kill. It's very strange. This is one weird thing that I've gotten into over the last couple years. I'm obsessed. Uh, I am, too. I'd like to hunt and kill my own Would you? Why not? Well, one of the things I've been talking to these guys is your chicken. I'm a chicken. I would cry. What about a pig? Like a big wild boar? (laughs) I'd like to do that. Yeah, see? Everybody says that. I'll try that. There's a lot of fucking racism in the species when it comes to like... (laughs) Oh, right. Different different animals. Yeah, the moose is like beautiful. I'd feel, you know... People gave me the most hard time about shooting a bear. That was oh, the hardest one. Beautiful. People didn't like the bear. You have bear meat. Yes. Is it, yeah. What's it taste like? Like a pig fucked a deer. Like a pig fucked. What's a deer. your? <laughs> how about what's your favorite <laughs> surprise? What's your favorite surprise <laughs> meat? In other words, you killed something because I know you you had moose now and bison mm. or whatever you know. Pick. Is there one that you're like, this is fucking amazing? And you didn't know it was going to be. Elk is very unusually delicious. Really, mm. elk is really, really, really delicious. But moose is pretty delicious too. Um, moose is. I'm surprised moose is so tough, but it makes sense. Very I mean, lean and they're muscular. they're monsters. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a 900 pound forest horse. Yeah, they're just so running crazy. through the woods and running away from packs of wolves. Where I was at in uh, northern BC, they have a real issue with wolves. They have packs and packs of wolves. Like everybody has this idea of what wolves are. You know, it's based on like dogs. Like we look mm. at dogs and we mm-hmm. love dogs. Yeah. We look at wolves like, oh, it's a, how could you shoot a wolf? This guy that I'm friends with up there, his neighbor had looked out his window when I heard this crazy commotion and there was 20 wolves tearing apart one of his cows. Mm-mm. Cows? Yeah. Took Mm-mm. down a cow. Yeah, that's when you realize, like, whoa, you're dealing with a totally different thing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you're not dealing with a dog. You're dealing with a dog that has a bite that's five times stronger than a pit bull. Wow. Yeah, I didn't even know that. I didn't know that. Ricky Gervais told me that. Wow. Name drop. Nah. <laughs> it was on the Opie and Anthony show. I was in there with you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Remember? He yes. said that. I yeah. was in there with you not that's talking. That's right. Yeah. 
You didn't talk? I, I, I didn't say shit that thing. Yeah. <laughs> I said nothing. People ask me. I got tweets like, why didn't you talk? Why didn't you talk? You know what it felt like to me? What? It felt like when you ever go to dinner with like um, four guys that are friends and you just met them. Oh, yeah. And you're yeah, like, yeah. but not, I don't mean it like, um, and they were rude. I mean like their conversation is rooted in history and mm. you feel like there's such a natural vibe going right. that I just was like, I mean, I, I did speak like, a little bit. Ten words, whatever. A little bit. But I always felt like whatever I was going to, like, every time I was thinking to say something, it just, it always felt out of place. <laughs> I did. I was like, because you guys all knew each other, you right. know? And, and then, and everyone was cool. I don't want they were very cool to me. But I, I just, afterwards, I was like, I didn't say shit. And then Ricky Gervais walks in the room, and they, you know, it just, it was just like, I was basically a spectator. I was wondering how that was going to go because he's a big animal activist type dude. Everybody he got, he was really cool. But I would, it, you yeah. think the animal activists would actually, I mean, I know, is he totally like vegetarian, vegan, no animal, know. nothing? But he's a real big animal rights activist. I love that. I too, I, but I, but too. I agree with, I agree more with what Joe does than with like farming things when they. But that's you know, what Ricky's in the, in the, so I remember he was like, yeah. yeah, but you hunt and you, you, you eat yeah, and you it use it. Yeah, makes sense how you do it. Yeah, I almost, Everything that I eat it's in awesome. my house is something that I killed. Almost everything. It's very rare that I eat something. Honey? Like, honey? Do you kill those? Do you, do you harvest milk your the, own honey? You no, but I would like to do that. <laughs> yeah? That, I would like that, to do that. Cool. That's like some next level shit. Yeah. I'd like to do that. I love honey. Honey's delicious. It really it's is. super good for you, too. You know, uh, natural raw honey from the area that you got it in is supposed to protect you from whatever diseases that are in that area. It's supposed to be like that's a, crazy. Yeah, like whatever colds are going around. Like mm-hmm. natural raw honey is a good remedy for whatever colds are going around in your specific area. Wow! Wow, yeah. dude. Um, might, but by the way, that might be hundred percent bullshit. Okay, that's just some shit okay. I've been repeating that I've heard for <laughs> a long time. I just saw that on the internet. People gotcha. have told me. So wait, when's the last time you went to the dentist, though? A couple months ago. Oh, okay. So you're yeah. up to date. Mm-hmm. How are your How are your cavities? Everything's great. Got a tooth cleaning. Just a cleaning, yeah. no, no damage. No, any crowns, fine. any root canals. I have a, a root canal. Yeah, one. Yeah, I had bad. a I had a feeling when I was a kid, and I cracked it because uh, a lot of my teeth are cracked mm. from uh, working out. Actually, really, yeah. What, what? I have micro fractures all over my teeth. Why you clench? <laughs> oh, fucking you fucking lifting dear. heavy weights, deadlifting <laughs> and shit, screaming. <laughs> you, all that. You're man. Yeah, you're a you, real man. That's what they do. You bite you. <laughs> I'm I'm level three, but I want it. Can I ask you something real? <laughs> I want to ask you something real talk because Tom yeah. and I we love you and real talk. without you actually this never would have happened because you gave us the idea to do a podcast you years did. ago. You and insisted so thank a few you. times. Yeah, yeah. but mm. real talk like. So many of us comedians look up to you, and you're kind of like a mentor for us. Which is I, I know it's corny to say, but we love it. We love you, and like. I don't know. I guess I'm wondering, how did you get to be smart? Because, <laughs> like, why do you know stuff that I don't know? Is it the real man? Well, I'm level three, first of all. You're level... But no, I'm serious. Like, you're not... Well, I love like, you guys, how too, is it first that of all. You're, how is it that you're, like, a successful dude, but you're not a douchebag, and you're smart, and you give back to people? Like, how did you get... Is that... I feel so corny asking, I don't think I it's, No, it's know. not corny. I think what you're, you're making... I mean, it might feel like we're um you know showering you with too much love but i feel <laughs> like you are whether or not you int- intentionally do it you do kind of you know you have this like circle of comics that are your friends but also you've you know you've give you you're rare in that like a lot of successful comics are like well you know 
that I got this success. This is mine now. Yeah. But you like to share your success. Extend it and, and help you, people. And you know, so. you take, you've taken me on the road, Ari, for years, uh, Diaz, and then now you have, you know, like you're taking Tony Hinchcliffe and you're giving them, opp- every time you do something like that, you give a comic opportunity to do something that normally they wouldn't get to perform to that kind of audience for years. And, you, you know, it's a, it's a generous thing to do. And it's like, does the spirit of generosity, is it something that's always been in you? Is it something that grew? Yeah, like you're gracious. And so many people aren't. So many people are afraid that if they keep it or if they give it away, it's not theirs or something. Like, yeah, how do you get there? That's famine thinking. You know, I don't, I've never had famine thinking. And I don't, I don't know why. Um, like, we, you know, when I first got a, my first development deal, when I first started making money, um, my manager called me up one day because he thought I had a gambling habit. He goes, do you have a gambling problem? And I said, no, why? And he goes, you spend so much money. Like, what do you spend on? I go, dude, I'm eating out every night. It's <laughs> awesome. Like, buy people dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be buying lobster and steak for my friends. He's like, you're spending like $10,000 a month. I'm like, yeah, but I'm having a great fucking time. <laughs> I'm like, I just didn't, I didn't think like, oh my God, now I have money. I have to squirrel it away. For whatever reason, I've never worried about that. I've always been like, there's plenty. Come on, let's go. You know, everybody's fine. Let's just keep going. And I, I feel like if you think that way, it sounds crazy. But as long as you do what you're supposed to do, as long as you put in the work and you're not lazy and you're disciplined and you get your your job done, that that's that that you that's almost a self fulfilling mentality or self fulfilling prophecy. And I think that with comics, first of all, I'm a fan of comedy. I love comedy. And if I'm in a position where I can help someone who's talented and help that I know I'm going to hear some good comedy out of them. Yeah. I mean, I'm not doing it like in a selfish way. Like, yeah, this is my tree. I'm going to grow fruit on the Tomsa Guru tree. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm doing it like, um, I know you're talented and I know I can help. And I know if, if I was, if I was in a position and I could help and I didn't help, I'd feel bad, you know? And it's also like, always encouraging people to do podcasts and stuff like that. That's that same thing. Like a lot of people, when they have success, they don't want anybody else to have success. Yes. And I think that's crazy. There's a lot of people like that. But it's silly. It doesn't make any sense. There's so many people. It's not like yeah. there's only 10 of us and there's only $9. So we all have to fucking fight because right. one of us is going to have no dollars. You know, yeah. that's crazy. It's not the case. There's the, And I also believe, I mean, at least uh, whether or not I think of this consciously, but... I believe the more good comedy there is, the more people will go to see comedy, the more it's good for everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I just think there's... Think about how many people go to the movies. All you need is like 300 people to go to the Ice House. You know I mean? That's not that many. Or mm-hmm. and, and if if you're in Indianapolis and you're in San Francisco and I'm in San Diego, we're not competing with each other. And yeah, even when... Sure. Even sometimes like when we are like... Like if I'm in town and somebody else is in town, I'll fucking tell people to go to their show too. Like, yeah. look, go to that guy's show. Go to this. There's plenty of fucking people. There's so yeah. many people. Did you always have though the like for so you know? There's a lot of things where like you learn about through living life. You get better at having a you know a better perspective on something. Did you always have that naturally? The 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 part at least of like you know there's more than enough for all of us. I think I somehow or another did. I don't know why. Yeah, that could be it. It could be. I don't know why. Well, I, you know, when I was real young, from the time I was uh, 15, I was teaching martial arts. So um, I taught a lot of people like things that were like very important to me. And um, I, 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 I taught a lot of people 
that would, you know, maybe one day use that shit on me when we're sparring. <laughs> oh, right. And But you can't think like that. The way my thought process and the way it was always explained and taught to me was that teach people to be the best that they can be. And if they're better than you, you have to get better. Mm. And it's good. It's good to have people around you that are, are scary. You know, like literally, like you need iron sharpens iron. It's like a quote from the Bible or some shit. Yeah. You know, like mm. they, and that idea behind it being that you need people that are really good around you to make you better. And when I started taking people on the road with me, um, one of the things that I noticed that always drove me crazy is like some comics would take like really bad comedians, like intentionally yeah. bad comedians, Ugh. and they do it to make themselves look like a hero. Yeah. So this poor bastard will go up there and they'll eat dick for 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and then you go up there and look like, you know, hey, the fucking god of comedy's here. Yeah. Um, but I would relief, bring, right? I would bring like, Joey Diaz with me, and oh he would just gosh. murder, just murder. But I would be laughing too. And it made me a better comic. And Duncan and you and Ari and you know and, and now Ian and Tony Hinchcliffe is a killer. Ian Edwards is a killer. These guys are funny, you know, and it's like it's also there's an association that we have going on with all of us. Like if everybody knows that if we're hanging around with Ian Edwards, Ian Edwards has got to be funny as shit. That's true. You know, it's a That's fact. True. Like if you go to see Matt Fultron, you're gonna know Matt Fultron's funny as shit. Yeah. Because we always talk about it, he's funny as shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. there that that sort of association, that the, the 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 honesty behind it, or the 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 knowing that you we're not gonna pretend that someone sucks. Like I've had people ask me to get people on the podcast, and I was like, damn, I can't, I can't because I I don't want people. I can't say, hey, go see this guy because I wouldn't go see him. Right. You know, right. so like there's that weird thing where it's like, I don't want to be rude, but I can't have you on, you know, so I got to figure out how to n- just ignore you and, yeah. hope, and hope you go away yeah. <laughs> so I don't have to reject you. But when someone's good and someone works hard, you know, and you, you, you help that person, you see them grow. Like Ari was my friend when I was on TV and he was an open micer, you know. And uh, it's crazy. His story is crazy when you think about it. It's amazing. Yeah. The, the, his, his arc, uh, his storyline, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, and then I remember like when I first met Ari, he was opening for you. I just thought that he, like he, he enjoyed that, but I don't, I didn't see him really wanting to like progress kind of, you know, like I, I saw him kind of going through the motions and then at some point I saw some notable change in him where he was like just way more driven. Yeah. And after that moment, Every time I saw him, it was just like, it was like, you, like when they have like the most improved player award. It's like, like he was like the guy who yeah. changed the most. Yeah, the last three year, four years, and a lot of that was the internet. A lot of that was Ari would come on the road with me for a long time, and for a while, like you know, I'd do gigs like the House of Blues or something like that. And I remember he was on stage, and someone's yelling, "I'll bring out Rogan." I mean, it wasn't fair. It was a guy who was just kind of starting out, but he was funny. I always yeah. knew he was funny. Yeah, yeah, he was always funny. He always had talent. Yeah. And, you know, and we worked together. One of the things that I told him, like, I would get him, like, really stupid high before the show. And he'd be like, what if I go out there and boom? I go, it doesn't matter. You can never get fired. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. And like, I'm like, just have fun. It's just nice go out there and have fun. That. You can never get fired. I'm like, I'll never fire you. I'll never say you can't work with me. Anytime you want to work with me, just call me up. We'll work together. Yeah. So that like freedom of being able to fuck around and grow and learn. But then the internet came along and all of a sudden people 
knew who Ari was. Yeah. Like because of the videos that we did and then because of the shows that we did and then podcasts. There was like a slow progression. There was like the videos that we did from the comedy store. Everybody knew him from the Jew Clam video where mm-hmm. his, he had a hemorrhoid. They took video of his butthole. Yeah, I remember yeah. that one. Like, I remember seeing his asshole. Like Homer Simpson's mouth. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, there, was, there was that. So people started clapping when he would go on stage. Yay, it's Ari. But then from podcasts. The podcast thing changed Joey, it changed Ari, it changed Duncan, it changed everybody. It's like it changed you. There's like this weird step up that everybody took. This jump, this giant. And I remember we were in Toronto and uh, Ari went on. It was in Toronto or Denver. I forget where it was. But it was a big place. Thousands of people. And Ari went on stage and they went fucking apeshit. And I, I introduced him from the side and I said, give it up for my brother, Mr. Ari Shafir. And they went, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he turned and looked at me, and I went, oh, shit, you're famous, son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he started laughing, and he went on stage, and they went nuts. They yeah. went fucking nuts. And that was probably like, I don't know, maybe three or so years ago. It was right, it was about two years into the podcast when it really picked up this crazy momentum. I remember I was on stage in Toronto. This I definitely remember was in Toronto, because I said, I go, how many? Because I was at Massey Hall. There's like 3,400 people. I go, how many of you guys listen to the podcast? And, yeah. It was this roar. Like mm-hmm. my fucking, my eyebrows moved. And I was like, this is nuts. I was like, I didn't expect that. Like I thought it was like maybe some of you, you know, maybe it'd be like 20% of you or something. That's what I always thought too. That's what I always thought. I thought for yours, I thought for, and then when we, for us, it was Toronto too. When we yeah. did our podcast live in Toronto last year. It's crazy. It was a, like an old movie theater, and it was like sold out, you know, like 300-some people there. And we're like, oh, shit. Like, you know, we didn't know what to expect. Yeah. And they were so diehard, you know, like <laughs> so diehard. People love podcasts, yeah. man. It's intimate. Someone right now, not just someone, but thousands of people right now are listening to us in their ears while they're at the gym or on the train yeah. or in a plane or in their car. It's so intimate. It becomes a part of their life in some sort of a strange way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that that's what happened with Ari and definitely with Joey. But what the difference between Ari and Joey is Ari puts out content. And he committed to uh, the Louis C.K. model of doing stand-up, where you know you do a new special every year or so. And he also um, moved to New York last year. That was a big one, too, just because it got him out of his comfort zone. And just that alone, just getting out of your comfort zone sometimes is... He's just driven, you know? Right, yeah. That's and he's saying. happy like, and successful for the first time in his life. I'm trying to get him to buy a nice car. Dun- <laughs> Duncan just bought an AMG Mercedes. Nice. And, I, and, and he goes, I get it now. I get it. <laughs> he goes, for the while, I was like, why is Rogan into cars? Why is he so into cars? He goes, but now I get it. He goes, it's like you're on a ride. I go, exactly. <laughs> you take a ride. He got an AMG. Oh, my God. It's so dope. <sighs> Dude, it's so dope. You, you got to see it. Is it the the new? It's some. See, whoops, the gong again. Um, I'll show you a picture of it. That's it's dope. it's insane, but it's just it's oh, nice to see console. these guys He's like great. doing well. You know, it's like it's beautiful so, to see. So what you're saying is is that Joe Rogan, you're a winner, and you think like a winner and not like a loser. Because I do feel like that's kind of what you are. You're like a winner. Well, and I think it's important. I'm not for definitely not a loser. No, but but, but you know what is it's not winning because it's not a game. It's not a contest. Not but what like it is, that. is yeah. I'm 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 a person who tries to do dope. tries to be happy. Tries to make other people happy. Look at that shit. To do better. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, Look at that night rider man. Baller. Damn. Baller. Baller. Um, I don't know. I just think. 
it's more fun if everybody's having fun, you know? And it's yeah, like, it, sure. who's, who's in the position? Like, if you're in the position, if you're in the position to help other people, you should help other people. Like, you should and help other people that are helping themselves, obviously. Yeah. You don't want to just, like, take someone and be their fucking life coach because that shit gets draining mm-hmm. and exhausting. Well, we talked that. about it a lot, too, that, that I picked up from you was, like, try to make the road fun. Oh, so the like, road can be really fun. Huge. I try to request, you know, I, I call friends now and I tell clubs, like, I'm not coming unless I can bring one of these guys. I'm yeah. bringing Pat House, Josh Potter, Jeff Tate, like somebody yeah. Matt Fulchard, like Yeah, for sure. Difference. It makes such a big... Ugh. Huge difference. Yeah. It goes from being this weird, lonely experience to a party. Yeah. yeah. Like when we've traveled on the road together, there's a video of us in San Francisco. <laughs> it's you, me, Brian, and Joey Diaz. And we're at a restaurant and there's music playing and we're all dancing. dancing yeah. <laughs> Do do do, and Tommy's like, you're like in the middle of forks full of food. We're all dancing and shit, (laughs) but we're having a good time, and we're not doing it for anybody. We're just doing it to have a good time. So it's it's a fun thing, and then now other guys start doing that too. Like Red Band takes a bunch of people on the road with him when he does his gigs, and it's like Mm -hmm. Joey does that too, and you know Duncan does that. It's like cocksucker. Yeah, when you when you live like that, it's it's contagious because you realize like. Doing it any other way, like I have friends who do it the other way. They show up at places and there's an opener and a middler that the club provides and, you know, they do morning radio and all that other bullshit. It's just not as fun. It becomes depressing. Like, guys get really depressed on the road. Yeah. People don't like being alone, you know? You stay in your hotel room by yourself all day and then at night you go to this gig. It's it's very taxing. It's not good for you. Belief. Yes. Tell me. God but when you go on the road with all your friends, it's like you're with your family. It doesn't yeah. matter, yeah. you know? You're like, all right, fun. we'll meet downstairs at six. We'll get some dinner. Yeah, yeah let's do let's it. Do okay. It. Yeah. And you guys want to go to the gym? Fuck it. Let's go. You go to the gym. You're laughing, farting on each other. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's after That's fun. It's fun. Um, you feel like playing a game? Fuck yeah. <clears throat> you have a pen and paper? Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. You're going to have to keep track I'm of I'm ready, dudes. All right. This episode... I'm the one that had the elephants roosting in trees. Shit, man, that's Tom Segura. Buns, he was a for real grimy nigga. Hey, you think I give a fuck about a motherfucking red light? Faggot cop can't touch me. I'm out here smoking weed, speeding, all that, dog. Fuck that, that's me. I put trademarks around your fucking eyes. It's time for Tom or Black. All right. So I feel like you understand that a little bit already. Yes. This is um this is also this became came about uh from you. This is gotta tell the truth here. You I was on your show, I tried a voice, a black voice, you said something about it, something derogatory about my black voice. Hmm. So then we hmm. created this game. We played it with a bunch of guests. Hmm. I think you understand the concept. Um, yeah. Just to make sure it's clear, I'll, I'll be playing clips, and you have to Decide tell me whether it's you or, or a black person, okay. or a real black person. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Here we go. And then you keep track of which clip. Yeah. Will you? Thank you. You got it. Here we go. Are you ready, Joe? And right. I'll play as many times as you want. Okay? I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. I gave him the grease. Say that again. I give him the grease. Okay. Is that? That's you. That's me. All right. And we'll give you the answers at the end. Okay. okay? All right. Here we go. Fuck with my ass, man. That's you, too. No, that's not you. You want to hear it again? Yeah, one more time. Fuck with my ass, man. You know what's the problem? This, these headphones are really loud. Oh, they are? Oh, oh I can turn it down. Oh, turn it down a little bit. Um, tell, me, tell me which one is yours. Hold on. Is this yours? Check, check, check. Oh, that's check, me. Check, 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 check. Oh, yeah, that's better. That's better? better. Yeah, okay. way better. 
damn. I was like, how do they listen oh, yeah. to this shit so loud? Yeah, well, no, geez, yeah, just your headphone level. You yeah, yeah. It was a little distorted. Let me Hit me with the first one again. The first one again. Okay, one second. I gave him the grease. I still think that's you. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, here's the next one. Fuck with my ass, man. That's not you. Black guy? That's black guy. Okay. I left a wallet there. That's you. This guy. <laughs> yeah, quick on the draw, too. Like, no hesitation. No hesitation. I'm like, why he came through. Wow. Say that again? Why he came through. Hmm. Torn. I like when they give him pause. Yeah, let's walk me. Yeah. Let's One more time. Let's why he came through. Why he came. This is not real. It's not a real guy, so that's you. That's not a real guy? No. That's you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. God damn it. One more time. God damn it. That's not you. That's not me. That's not you. Okay. Okay. Hey, yo. One more time. Hey, yo. I want to say that's not you, but I might be wrong. So I'm just going to say that that's not you. We going ride today. That's you. That's me? That's you. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, how many are we up to? This is, that was number seven. That was number seven. Okay. There we go. What's going on here? That's not you. He's real quick. He's so so. Most people yeah. ask for like nope. ten plays. Like a Marine. I know. He doesn't hesitate. Didn't take any mess. That's hold on, you. Hold on, hold on. That's you. Take any mess. Okay. This is Tommy. And that's number. Is that number I'm nine? I'm prepared to be 100 percent wrong on all these across the board. No, actually, it's it's very interesting. Um, is that number nine? That was number nine. Okay, here's the last one. So I'm up, coming up the top row. One more time. So I'm up, coming up the top row. One more time. So I'm up, coming up the top row. That might be you. I'm gonna say that's you. You're gonna say that's me? Yeah. All right. Wow. So that's ten, right? All right. This is a really Really interesting game. Really? Yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna know how you did? Sure. Uh, so we should we should play back, yeah? Yeah, okay. So um, again this is the Joe Rogan edition of Tom or Black if you're just tuning in. <laughs> 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 and here we go. Uh, Clip number one. Uh, he, he said this was me. Correct. All I right. gave him the grease. Give him the grease, and here is a little more of the clip. I gave him the grease. And uh, I tell him to put some on his finger. Oh, that's not you. Sticking in his ass and, and you know what I'm saying, kind of like fuck yourself. You know Seducing himself up <laughs> because I know he had never been penetrated before. Oh, Jesus. Okay. That's so, not you. What do you think's happening there, Joe? Well, it's a, he's going to butt fuck somebody. Yeah. But the problem is there's a distortion in the sound. Uh, yeah. yeah. shitty clips. This is your so competitive that one, nature coming out. That's not no. you. Okay. That's not you. It's not. All right. So, yeah, but you, you guessed Tom. Yeah. Um, so well, that one's wrong. Wrong. Sorry. This is uh, the next one. Is next one. Fuck with my ass, man. I said that was probably you. You said this was a, a black guy. Did I? Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. I, I agree. Fuck with my ass, man. You're right. It's a black guy. One and one. You're right. What was next? Next was the, uh, wallet? the wallet. I left a wallet there. You that said, seems like you. You said Tom. That was, that was correct. And that's right. That yeah. was good. Yeah, yeah, really good. good. <laughs> I'm pretty quick on that one. Yeah, you were very quick on that hmm. one. Well, the well, sounds that people make, there's like a... There's like a a tone that they reach when you, you 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 can recognize that tone. Yeah, yeah, but you can alter it. 
you know, like people can do voices. Like, uh, you know, some people do voices that are indistinguishable from the person they're yeah. imitating. You know, like Jay Moore when he does Colin Quinn. Yeah. It's indistinguishable. Yeah. You know, crazy. some people are just really good at voices. God, and the Colin Quinn is, it's so distinct. Like, Colin Creepy. is so distinctly himself. Yeah. His voice, it's really crazy. Um, what's the next one? Why he came through. Oh. Why he came through. I thought that was you, right? That was Tom, and, and you're correct. That is Tom. Yeah. That was me. That was yep. good. Yep. You heard good. that. Good that job. Good. Thank you. That was a quick one. Yeah, it was real quick. <laughs> what was next? God damn it. Oh, yeah. God damn it. You That's said not this, you. But you said it was me. Yeah, I don't think it is, though. No, no, he said it wasn't. He oh, said, he said it wasn't he me. He said not Tom. Not me. Excuse me. All right. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> he just come. A black guy just came. Oh, so it wasn't you. It wasn't me. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But you got it right. You're good. Yeah. What is yeah. his score right now? So far, he's got one, two, three, four, five correct. Five correct? Yeah. All? Jesus. Well, we've except the done, first one. Yeah, except for the first one. He's first done. One that's what I'm saying. So how, what's his score? How good he is. He's, he's five of six or four of five? He's five. Uh, sorry. We've done five. He's four out of five right now. Wow. Jesus. No. Okay. What's the next one? Youngin? Hey, Young. Hey, Young. What'd he say? Uh, he said Black. You got that wrong. That's, That's wrong. me. That's wrong. See, the problem is there's all this noise behind it. Well, yeah. It's, it's unfair. unfair. Well, it's, no, I'm trying to be deceptive. It's unfair. Yeah. It's unfair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't, if you got them all right, I'd be really, yeah, really yeah. Come on, We have to make but it hard. But that's a noise, too. You're not even saying anything. No. You know? I'd like a few words. That is a word. Yeah. Hey, yo! Hey, yo! Hey, yo! Yeah. I would like a few words. Oh, yeah. Well, then, but then it'd be... Man, I was telling that bitch. Man. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Fuck all, y'all. What's next? Uh, we gonna ride tonight? Oh. We gonna ride tonight! That's you. That's yeah, what you said. He said, Tom. So you're, you're right. Wow. So yeah. what's his score now? Okay, so uh, one, two, three, four, five right. What two do you wrong. mean? Two wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Out of seven. And what's... What's going on here? What's going on here? Hold on. Hit me with that again. What's going on here? That's not you. <laughs> you got that right got too. That right it's also. very good. It's very good ear. Really good. Ear. Really good ear. <laughs> Tom or Black. Okay. Anything else? Two more. One take more. Take any. Oh yeah. Didn't take any mess. And you said that was me. He's, yeah, he did say that was Tom. <sighs> Let me hear it again. Didn't take any mess. Yeah, that's you. It's not. That no, is not. God. That's Jesus. Not. That Damn. Black didn't take any mess, as my mom likes to say. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. I still would have said it was you. And then, <laughs> and then anything else? Was that Come up the top. Come oh. so up the top, bro. And what did he say? He said Tom. He, he said, said you. Wow. Yeah. I. Yeah. So Joe got seven out of ten wow. correct. I would say in the history of the that's show. that's the probably champ. the best score. That might have been, and including all black participants, every black person has lost the game. Lost. Damn. Yeah. So, so good job. Everybody loses? Well, well usually yeah, they so have a high. disproportionate number of, you know, they get more wrong than right. Wow. Yeah. Like uh, Sidney Castillo. Sidney Castillo came in here who's black. He was 0 for 10. Jesus. Got every single one wrong. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. But good job. Yeah. Thank you. Good work. Really strong work. Well, I, yeah. do, I, I do some impressions. Sure. You know? yeah. So that's one of the things. Like mm. when you do impressions, you can kind of tune in to like the sounds that people make. Mm-hmm. Like there's a little, little 
But it's hard. Yeah. You're cheating with all this background noise yep. and yeah. all this yeah. honking. He, he and did that on purpose. I did that on purpose, of course. Motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Motherfucker. You motherfucker. You motherfuckers. Um, do you feel like, uh, where is this? You Jew motherfucker. You Jew motherfucker. You. <laughs> Whatever happened to that guy? Is it Joe Pesci? He's doing a fucking archery target commercial. Is that right? I'm what? not kidding. Sweet pussy, sad. Sorry. I want to be nice to that pussy. Sorry. Jesus. What was that? There's a an archery commercial with archery targets for hunting. Joe mm. Pesci? Yeah, they open up the Aww. trunk and they take this fucking archery target out. And it's like the scene from Goodfellas. Like, let them have it, boys. And um, I, you watch it and you're like, that's Joe Pesci. They got yeah. Joe Pesci doing... Like he, there must be something going on there. What's going on? Well, my friend Ken used to work at the uh, Laugh Factory. Mm. And Ken, this is back in the glory days, like in the 90s when Joe Pesci was in Goodfellas. And he came into the, the Laugh Factory and he was just a cunt. Really? And yeah, my friend Ken, who's this wow. giant football player, dude. He's the bouncer at the Laugh Factory, who's also a rapper. He was a large fellow. He's that and, big black guy? Uh, he doesn't work there anymore. But he was a super cool guy. Um, but uh, he was like, "Listen, motherfucker, you ain't in no movie right now." <laughs> like he, he said it to him. Really? Ain't yeah. No fucking movie right now. <laughs> the place was sold out, and Joe Pesci was with these two girls, and he wanted seats, and there was no seats to be had. It was a you know a Friday night. Or Throw Saturday somebody night. out. Yeah, it was one of those things. Yeah. You Jew motherfucker. You Jew motherfucker, you. Yeah. <laughs> so it might be that. Jesus. That's depressing to do the commercial. Oh, yeah, he's doing it. Uh, it's an archery that. target. It's weird. And then Chuck you... Woolery slanging everything under the sun. Oh, right Chuck now. Woolery is like... hilarious yeah, on best. Twitter. His Twitter yeah. is so stupid. He's crazy. He's it's all like super mind. ultra conservative. This I'm one of the last conservatives in Hollywood. Yeah. Meanwhile, he lives in Florida or some shit. Yeah. Texas. That's where he lives. Texas. He damn yeah. lost He's his crazy. mind. He's crazy. Didn't greasy. He um <laughs> he and he hawks all like. He's like, you know, uh, if you have bad breath, <laughs> yeah. you should take this Anything. mouthwash. That I, and then it's like, my elbows, they don't feel like they used to. And so I rub this. It's everything that could be wrong, like some ailment. Old yeah. people problems. He's doing all of it, man. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to think about like, um, like for Joe Pesci to do the archery thing, mm. that is like a... A look into his finances, his financial situation. Mm. Like you're just not doing that because you enjoy archery. No, you know? I mean, do you think he? Let's look at his IMDb. You think he's done a movie recently? Like when? Well, okay, let's I just don't get, think guess so. before you know, we check. Before we check, I'm I'm guessing he really messed his face up with the plastic surgery. He did do some crazy plastic so surgery. Maybe that could be a deterrent to him working. I think he hasn't done a movie in looks a, a few years. Yeah, he looks a little. What do you? What's your guess? Wacky. I, th- I say four years. <laughs> I say five. It. I say five years. You say wow, he was such a huge star. What do you think? Um, I haven't seen him. I mean, you know, what am I though? I'm not fucking Siskel or Ebert. Okay, very interesting guess. It is 2015. He last did Love Ranch in 2010, which is five years ago. Love Ranch, hmm. but he just shot. Uh, Sava, Heart of the Warrior. It says 2015, but then in parentheses it says English version voice. So maybe like he did the voiceover. English version. Oh, it's, it's, it's animated. Oh, okay. It's animated, but it's a foreign animated movie. So he, uh, he did the... English know, version of yes. it. Yes. Um, yeah. How old is he? He is born in 43. Jesus Christ. 
70, older than my dad. 70, he's old. Two? Right? Something like that. Yeah, 72 yeah. years yeah. old. Yeah, 71, 72. Yeah. Fucking poor bastard. Yeah. He's Who knows what happened? Good you know? headpiece. Who knows, those, dude? You know. So funny, though. He's He was so funny. All those dudes. Every time he lost his shit, it was fucking hilarious. One man. dog goes this way, one <laughs> dog goes that way. Guy's like, uh, what do you want from me? me? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone can quote that movie. It's so crazy. Nice. There's something that happens to a lot of actors, too, though. They just want to, like, I don't want to do this anymore. And they step back. That yeah. does definitely happen. That definitely does happen. Yeah. They just get tired of the whole thing. It's just so much... Str- it's like they're running this constant marathon, and some of them just step off the side of the race mm. and go, you know what? I'm just going to sit down. And do some target yeah. ads. Yeah. Do a fucking archery ad. Why not? He used to work a lot. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was doing three, four, five movies a year. Maybe he retired. I mean, if yeah. he's 72 years old, maybe... maybe. Five or six years ago, or whatever it was, oh, he just yeah. decided, you know what? What am I doing? You know, what am I fucking crazy? I'm 66 years old. Yeah. Let's just take a little time off here. Yeah. Enjoy life, man. Yeah, or Get not. Your pedal on. Or maybe he's just screaming at people. No one answers his phone. <laughs> he anymore. dated uh, Angie Everhart for years. That was, that yeah, was crazy, right? Yeah, he's like five five, and she's like six one, and yeah, he's seventy, and she was like. 30. She's not that tall, but she yeah. was on. Uh, she was on Fear Factor. For, oh, really? Uh, an hour. <laughs> She was on for an hour and they had to kick her off because she had spine <laughs> surgery. Oh, I thought you because you were gonna say she was an yeah. asshole or something. No, no, she had oh. spine surgery like the year before, but she was she threw a fucking hissy fit. It was oh. uh, it was interesting because it was like Fear Factor was huge at the time and they were all clamoring to get on it. It was like celebrity Fear Factor was like a big deal, and so these people that you know their their son was starting to set as it were mm. like those are the type of celebrities you got on Celebrity Fear Factor. But uh, she was there on the first day, and someone, they were harnessing her up, I think, and they noticed that she had a scar on her back. Mm. And so they said, uh, what is that? You know, what happened? She said, I had surgery, you know, X amount of months ago. Mm. And they're like, yo. (laughs) Nope. Yeah, maybe not. You can't have back surgery. Back surgery is like spine surgery. is like some serious shit. Yeah. I think she had, I don't know what she had done. And you're like, we're going to drop you off a waterfall. (laughs) Well, the first thing, they were on top of a bus with (laughs) a harness, and the bus was doing figure eights. You had to stand on the bus, and sometimes people would fall off. It was crazy. That was the the coolest fucking show, man. It was definitely not the coolest fucking show, (laughs) and no one was happier when it got canceled than me. Well, it was fun to watch. It was fun fun watching you. I I had fun the first time around, but the second time around, I was like, what did I sign up for? Why Mm. did I do this again? Really? Yeah, but the amount of cash was so ridiculous. I bet. It was so stupid. Raining cash. Network was, money. That, that, well, Fear Factor money was stupid money. It was just like, wait, what? How much? Huh. Like, you could make so much money that it didn't make any sense. Like, And so, you know, it's just like, it was the ultimate sort of like, uh, the ultimate free pass to do whatever the fuck you wanted other than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as long as you don't go, go crazy and go buying yachts and shit. Yeah. Like, if you have a lot of money in the bank, you don't have to worry about bills. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have to worry about bills, then you could truly do what you want to do, say what you really think, not worry about the repercussions of it. So if I was like, well, look, if I never work in Hollywood again, great. I never have to do this again. I'll just do stand-up. You know, I can always do stand-up. Yeah. As long as I don't, as long as I don't somehow or another stop being funny, which I think only happens if you don't pay attention to it. I mean, once you figure out how to be funny, then it's just about work and honesty. And as long as your brain stays good, yeah. you know, it's not something that you just lose your perspective. And with our job, too, it's like there's always something stupid in the world that you can make fun of. There's For always. Sure. 
There's always some new Steven Seagal show. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, there is. Or at least yourself. Like, I feel yeah. like it's hard if you commit to doing a character in stand-up because then you yeah. got to be that guy for oh, the yeah. rest of your career. But if you're yourself, wow. Yeah. This guy's a limit, man. Do you totally. think those guys that, like, stop being funny, like, those guys that, like, stop being funny, they just stopped paying attention to it, like you said? Like, they stopped... Well, I think they stop working, you know, at it. And uh, I think they also stop having experiences like we were talking about before. You know, you yeah. work too much at just doing stand-up and that'll, that'll mm. fuck you up, you know. That'll definitely not, you know, that's not good. And then also sometimes they just don't want to write new material. They're yeah. just scared. They're scared to write new material. Yeah. They just yeah. want to do what, what they know works and then. Yeah. Yeah, there's that. There's always that. There's always that fear of continuing to create. And, you know, the fear of going out there with a totally new premise and fucking around. Yeah. You know, that happens where guys just some. Uh, also, if you work on a television show or something like that, that's a nice way to kill your act. Yeah. I've seen guys that do uh, do a TV show, like a sitcom or something like that. And you're working, you know, five, six hours uh, or not five or six hours, five, six days a week on, on a sitcom. And then you're trying to do stand up on the weekends. You're exhausted. You yeah. don't have any new material. And then they stop doing it for a while. Like a lot of times, like, hey, I'm making take money a break, here. Yeah. I'll take a little bit mm. of a break. I've seen guys take a year off, take a year off of stand-up. You know? That's like 10 years in real time. Like you know Josh McDermott. Can't. Do you know Josh McDermott from The Walking Dead? He's on The Walking Dead. Is he a comic? Yeah, he's a comic. He's the scientist on The Walking Dead, the fake scientist. Do you watch The Walking Dead? Uh-uh. You fucked up. Both of you fucked up. It's one, <laughs> of, the greatest, it yet, one of the greatest fucking shows of all time. <laughs> uh, but one of the guys that's on The Walking Dead, it's hilarious. He's a friend of mine. And Josh McDermott, uh, I, I met him when he was involved in a comedy competition in Phoenix. I was in Phoenix for the weekend, and they had a comedy competition that was actually after my comedy show. So they were using the crowd that was there for my show. It was there on a Thursday night. And then after my show, they had this comedy competition. So we stuck around and watched the show. And he made me laugh. He was hilarious. He was really funny. So I said, hey, man, do you want to work with us this weekend? And so I took this kid, and it was just, you know, I hadn't been doing stand-up that long at all. And had him host the shows all weekend. Hmm. And uh, from there, like me telling him that he was funny actually gave him the motivation to move to L.A. Like he actually talked about it. He was like, dude, you have no idea. Like that weekend with you changed my life. See? Like, doing that. Winning, winner. Yeah. Well, love just, it. No, just, I love it. That's good. That's cool. I wish people were like yeah. that more because it's nice. It's nice to hear that. Well, I don't know why they aren't. I don't understand. But I'm has, hoping there will be more. Has he stopped doing stand-up, though? Yeah, he took a year off, the fucker. Because oh, he was yeah. too... Well, he was living um, a while. It was like... It took an hour to get to the set. He was on the set all day for 16 hours a day. I was going to say, and this is like shooting a movie, because their show is not like a sitcom. Exactly. Right. It's single camera. Yeah. Mm. It's 16-hour days, and he has to get there really early to do makeup, because he has a crazy mullet, so they have to mm. glue his mullet in place. Grow like, that shit dude, out. Yeah, Save that's what time. I said. Yeah. He goes, I, I want to get laid in real life. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, you, you'd be you're the on guy, TV, though, man. The guy care. from The Walking Dead, yeah. man. Yeah. Rock it, You'll wear it. Laid. Don't worry about but, that. But uh, he's an awesome guy, too, so it's cool. That's awesome. He's well. But he took a year off. In that fucking year off, you know, he's like, I'm, I'm going back on stage now. I'm doing jokes that aren't even true now because I, I take my wedding ring off and I talk about uh, a girl I'm dating. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> you know? That's hilarious. He's like, I have jokes about being single. Like, but I'm now married. It's like, I need to write new jokes. Yeah. Oh, I know this guy. I love him. Yeah, he's a good dude. Oh, yeah. Really. Years ago. Really good dude. Um, and it's his favorite show. 
So he's oh, so psyched cool. that he got cast oh, on his man. favorite show. It was his that's favorite cool. show before he got on it. Wow. And then all of a sudden, you know, he goes in for the audition and they're like, I can't, I can't believe I'm on The Walking Dead. Holy shit. And then I'm sitting at home watching the show because it's one of my favorite shows. And I'm like, yeah. fucking, that's Josh. Like, what? I'm, I'm looking at him. Like, I don't even want to believe it. I'm like, where do I recognize that guy from? Like, what the fuck? And then we started talking about it on the podcast. I'm like, that's Josh McDermott. Because mm-hmm. he looks different with the, with the haircut. But yeah. I'm like, I had to like, sync it up in my head i'm like look at that motherfucker god damn that's so cool to be cast on a show that you love i know i want to get on better call saul (laughs) is there a part for me in there is that really good fuck i love that show yeah it's only it's It's my favorite thing right now third episode aired last night we're gonna watch it today but the first two phenomenal they knock it out of the park well it's the walking dead i mean the uh breaking Breaking bad Bad. yeah Yeah. Yeah. and he's my favorite character from breaking bad i just love it he's such a piece of shit he's so funny i love so well written characters the character the those those Breaking yeah. Bad and this are just like Fantastic. the writing is just unbelievable. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's dudes. awesome. Um, do you want to ask uh, the classic? Yeah, dude. All right, let's go. Let's give it to him. I'm gonna need your help. It's been a while. Yeah. Okay. I'll you give him the, that one. I'll do the other yeah, one. Okay. Him. We're gonna wrap this up. Yeah. Um, we have to ask you. These are our would you rather's. So we have the original would you rather. So this the is very, mother of all. The mother of all. It's very telling. Just. People's, you know, shows us your 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 way of thinking, basically. Okay? <laughs> okay. So, would you rather? It's Christmas morning. I already know his answer. You, I feel um, like I know it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like gonna I be know. quick with it too, right? Yeah. Um, Christmas morning, your whole family, relatives, aunts, uncles, grandma, everybody's at the house. You're about to open presents, and they're like, "Can we open presents?" And you go, "Not yet." <laughs> and you gather everybody in the living room, and you put in a DVD. Your grandma's there. Yeah. Like everybody. Everybody. There's like 40 people. Okay. Press play on the DVD. Would you rather it be 10 homeless ladies masturbate to completion, they squirt on your face, and then you lick up the last of it and you go like, Merry Christmas, into the camera. Okay. But they're squirting on you. Yes. You're just there. Right. You're like on your knees, you know, you're tied up. By the way, I don't believe in squirting. They're peeing on you. I don't either. I agree. Okay, so they're peeing on you. Yeah. Or... You press play on the DVD, and you are alone, and you masturbate to completion, <laughs> and then you go, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. I'll go with the old ladies. Yeah. Now, wow. why? What's your, what's your wow. line? Of, why? See, why? I Tell us why. Because at least I'm that. the victim there. And that's exactly my logic. So, but walk us through that. You're the victim. Yeah, like it's 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 awful. I'm taking squirts to the face, <laughs> right? But I'm not like forcing anybody to watch me beat off, which is just an asshole <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> like everybody, sit down. This is how I do work. Because <laughs> my answer was to jerk off. <laughs> was it? To, Why? Yeah. To be an asshole. Yes. <laughs> See, me, I, would, I would just take it in the face and just yeah, get, to me wash it's a, up. A but the nice thing is then you go, now we can open presents, everybody. Like <laughs> the nice thing <laughs> is that after you force them to watch some DVD, <laughs> what would be the purpose? Like, there would be a gun to your head or a, what money you can win? You or? were on your mom's house and you played Would You Rather. <laughs> <laughs> just for fun. Yeah. Okay, okay. Makes sense now. Now you yes, get it. Now yeah. I totally get but it. But I think it's a responsibility thing. Which is how he saw it of yeah. like, do I am I gonna do this to someone or am yeah. I just gonna yeah. be a victim here? The, you gotta take it in the face. Yeah, the I'm the one, vi- I choose to be the victim. You chose too. to be the victim. I do yeah. not want to fucking Well, also as a dad, you know, uh, like I have kids, like yeah. I'm not beaten off in front of my kids. Right. And yeah. I also am the one who always gets dirty. 
Like if there's anything okay. wrong, like oh, that's a, wipe it on my shirt. Come on, wipe it on my shirt. Yeah. Like my daughter will have a booger on her face. I just go wipe it on my shirt. She's like, really? I, go, I don't care. Wipe it on my shirt. Okay. Like like yeah. and they laugh yeah. that they can wipe anything on daddy's clothes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, that's funny. <laughs> that's really funny. I don't mind. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not happy to have boogers all over me, yeah. but yeah. if but it's also your, it's between me your kids. Yeah, but it's also yeah, there's that. But if it's between me feeling bad or them feeling bad, I'll always feel bad. Yeah. yeah. That's good. You're a good dad. I put boogers on your shirts for years. <laughs> Shit, it was you? Yes. Now, this one actually might give them pause. This one, I hope, yeah. Okay, ready? Okay, okay, so would you rather for an entire... No, let's do this for the rest of your life. Okay, for the rest of your life, you can never work out ever again or never have another orgasm ever again. Hmm. See? Wow. That's a tough one. I would go with uh, never have an orgasm. Wow. Interesting. Because if I never worked out again, I'd be an insufferable fuck who nobody would want to have sex with anyway. Mm. So I wouldn't be able to get any nuts off unless I was just beaten <laughs> off by myself and that shit would be lonely. Just you keep making Christmas DVDs for yeah. everybody? For me. <laughs> <laughs> for me, uh, the idea of never working out again is terrifying. Because it, it's I like a, take a drug away from me. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's like, you get you're one of those people too. Like when you do the real, like I've been on the road with you and we hit a gym and like this wave, like the endorphins really kick in for you. This yeah. wave of calm and joy come over you after like a crazy workout. Yeah, you got to let the monkey out of the cage. Yeah, mm. yeah, got to lift some weights. But I've also been with you, like seen you come a lot, and I'm <laughs> like you seem pretty happy too. <laughs> uh, Tommy Buns! <laughs> All right, let's go do this show, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> this was really fun. Thank you for yeah, coming over. You. I, I had a great time. Thank you. Uh, you did your mom's house. Um, do you want to just ask me real quick, Biggie Smalls or the Beatles? If you could have, you're having a party and um, all your friends are coming over and you can have... They're going to hit the stage and play the hits. Would you have? Would you rather have Biggie or the Beatles? They're going to play the hits? Yeah. Like karaoke? It, the, the, it's all set up. You can either have Biggie play his jams. Oh, Biggie for sure. Wow. Because Beatles for wow. karaoke? Yeah, that's annoying. No, not for karaoke. Seeking just, just, words of <laughs> wisdom. <laughs> let, let it be. Let it be. Yeah, Biggie is like fun to do karaoke too. Okay. Yeah. Sick of the or just how about not karaoke? How about just for fun times? Just like it's a party, backyard party. Who do you have play? Biggie. Biggie. Wow. Biggie's more festive. Wow. I told you. That's Beatles, my choice. Beatles wow. is great and everything. Beatles is like uh, dinner music. Wow. Party music is Biggie. This thought was my I argument. You. I thought yeah. I knew you. And, I don't um, even know you guys. I love the Beatles, but you make me choose between Biggie and the Beatles for a party. For a party? Look, if dudes are wearing crazy sunglasses. Some people don't have their <laughs> pants on. Someone jumps in the pool. What's playing? Let it be. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Biggie's playing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Biggie, like, Biggie, Biggie. It's, it's can't a, you see? It's a different Sometimes vibe. Your words they hypnotize me. But and I just love okay, you Beatles party. You're, you're all smoking dope. We're smoking so some pretty. weed. We're, we're smoking weird. weed when that's going we're on with Biggie too. Expanding our minds. We're all getting mm. naked. We're so, all putting patchouli on. Mm, we're all that's true. Get you know right. psychedelic. Whatever. Look, Papa been smooth since days of under ruse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know That's what I'm saying Is that a rap song? Is that a is that Are a you working league? on your rap? How dare ah. you Papa been smooth Since days of underoos Don't you even don't know, know it bro Oh my god I like I like alternative JoeRogan.net ThousandRanch.com mm. Yes, yes. TomSegura.com We'll see you all On black Twitter <laughs> And uh <laughs> 
Thanks for listening to your mom's house. Care about this fucking debate. Bye, guys. It's not a real debate, guys. It's a hundred percent real debate. Money, 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 pussy, money. <laughs> and if you don't know, now you know. Big words. This album is dedicated to all the teachers that told me I'd never amount to nothing. To all the people that lived above the buildings that I was hustling from that called the police on me when I was just trying to make some money to feed my daughter. To all my people who were struggling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Salt and pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock till my tape pop, pop. Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on pop and stop. Way back when I had the red and black lumberjack with the hat to match. Remember rapping dude? The hard, the hard. You never thought that hip hop would take it this far. Now I'm in the limelight because I rhyme tight. Time to get paid, blow up like the world train. Born sinner, the opposite of a winner. Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying?